and welcome to the new episode of the Filipino Garage. My name is Kuya Chris, your host, and today's episode, our guest is Zaldi Tubig. He goes by Zaldi Water, his old IG head, Dos Grandes, get it? Too big, it's too big like water, Zaldi Water, but it's too big it's also too big like to fit into a box but it's also too big dos grandes ah hella levels to this bro um he's a rapper a musician so he performs a few tracks on here some really bounce got productions by a previous guest nico stefan and um a few throwbacks from his uh old projects uh the therapy album uh, in this whole podcast we talk about the creative process the collaboration process how he writes and creates his music but also his history in san francisco and the bay area having grown up in uh, soma and near the mint mall the filipino community uh, how it has changed throughout the years and um, how he now uses music in different ways to work with his people and to put out certain messages so um check it out enjoy there is uh gonna be some audio issues and uh but it's only gonna last around 10 minutes in the beginning the video the audio cut out on the computer so i had to get the audio from the camera but it doesn't last that long and the rest is smooth sailing so enjoy uh please share any comments you have uh follow zadi at zadi water uh on instagram and then Send over any comments you got, kuyachris.com slash comment. You can leave any comments, suggestions about the podcast, and I fully appreciate it. All right, peace. And boom, welcome, yeah, Saudi. Yeah. Um, you have some pieces for us. Thank uh -huh. you for coming on, but you have some fire to drop right now. Oh, you. Okay, oh, yeah. let me get it. Let me get it played. Let's do this. Kuyo Chris. <laughs> hey. Zazazaldi. In no time. Shout out to Nico, man. He produced this. Nico Stefan. Hey. Hey. I ain't the one, so please don't tempt me. I need some space, give me like 10 feet. Counting blue faces, I'm probably off beat. See people leave when shit got too deep. Hey. So why they sleeping on me? I heard through the grapevine they were speaking on me Nico freaked the beat and made the speakers chunky OG don't wanna chuck him, he just pull up and shit get ugly Ooh, ayy, and I'm on time Brody hold a 40 like he full time I just doubled up and did it online They asked me what my Zodiac a dollar sign, dollar sign Ayy, and I'm on time I just did my dances like I'm shooting dice They asked me how I'm doing and I'm doing fine Had to get in minds, that's the bottom line Ayy, I ain't the one so please don't tempt me I need some space, give me like 10 feet Counting blue faces, I'm probably off beat See people leave when shit got too deep, ayy No more favors, since I graduated I swear I've been on hiatus Making sure my team eat, we need like five waivers If you down the ride, I'll probably have you some five waivers It's 50-50, uh, cause in a room of 10, I got five haters They ain't want smoke, we got hella vapor Xerox, Zaldi, all I see is paper Seen our Lord and Savior in the elevator Gave him a 30-second speech that made him speechless Put this on my mama, put this on Cephas Put this on my nieces, probably hit me Been swiping visas, put my cousin in some my clear fleeces Mama get the Gucci though I lost a couple friends, man, it's Gucci though Keep G's with me like a Gucci coat New girl looking like a Ruchi though Ayy, 
and I'm on time Cause I ain't the one, so please don't tempt me I need some space, give me like 10 feet Counting blue faces, I'm probably off beat Seen people leave when shit got too deep Ay, ay, and I'm on time Brody hold a 40 like he full time hey. Cause I just doubled up and did it online They asked me what my Zodiac a dollar sign, dollar hey. sign Hey Hey, I need those little little pads. Going off. Can you tell me story behind that song? Like how the collab process with Nico went, and what was your thoughts behind that song? So first and foremost, Nico is is family. That's my brother. But that song in particular. Those those was for like my OGs, man. So I was just like, I was talking to like a lot of my OGs from my block. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was, you know what I'm saying? We was, we was just chopping it up, and he was like, I want to hear a song. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? Um, that like you know resonates with me. So I was like, okay, because you know he listened to Pac and stuff and all uh, this, right? Uh. Um, and then I was like, how can I make a song that resonates with him? But I'm still you know what I'm saying? That resonates with the younger crowd too, um, which were like my little homies and my little nephews and stuff like that. Um, so that's how In No Time um, came up. And it was just a beat. that Like the whole concept came from like Nico making the beat and mm, he sent me the mm, beat and it said mm. In No Time. And I was like, this is, it, it, it was just meant to be, you feel me? But uh yeah. And you got your dance move on this one. I've seen your oh, dance yeah. move in some of the the <laughs> Man, so what do you call that? What do you call it? I'll be I'll be doing some random dance moves, bro. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. No so I've been doing some random dance move. Um this is one thing you ever shoot dice before? No, no, no dice. No, no. So, you know. Sometimes I shoot dice, right? But there's, I always like shoot dice and like go like, there's like, I don't know, it's, it's all in the wrist. But when I said, <laughs> I just did my dance, it's like I'm shooting dice. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. Yeah, if you see me doing that, that's that's where that's where the reference comes from. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, uh, on the song, you actually say that you're probably off beat. You ain't off beat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, this for lying. Man, it's a it's a reference to Blueface. You know, oh, Blueface, yes, and how yeah, he yeah. off beat. Um, I don't know, man. I was just in a time and day where I'm like, I need to go get it. Let's uh, get it. Um, I don't know why that reference came up, <laughs> but I was clown. I was counting blue faces. I, and then <laughs> you, what do you mean by counting blue faces? Um, when I when I say blue faces, about like hundreds and stuff like mm. that. You know what I'm saying? Why is it called a blue face? Blue face, because you know Benjamin. So first is like blue strips, you know that new like hundred. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why blue face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like off blue if that's yeah, that yeah, color. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know. Cool. It's a reference. It's a reference. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I thought because was called. Uh, were you referencing Blueface the rapper mm -hmm. too? Mm -hmm. Do you like Blueface? The music, like where do you stand in terms of rap music and uh, uh, like that style music and everything? You know, I'm not gonna lie. When I'm in the club and I hear some blue face, I'm like, okay. Mm. There's there's certain certain songs I'm like, okay, that's cool. I like it. You know, some of them I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't resonate with me. Um, but yeah, I like, 
Who are your uh, musical influences? Like, who okay. does oh. resonate with you when you say, like, uh, if you listen to something on that rap, hip-hop level, yeah. who resonates with you? Man, it was funny. And I was just talking to my boy about this yesterday. So shout out to Omar, man. Omar. He, me and Omar used to go back and forth with all this music, right? And we were big, highly influenced by uh, the Jacka. You know the Jacka? Mm -hmm. I've heard, I haven't really listened to all this music. Yeah, so the Jacka, um, my figures, like a lot of like bass stuff, you know what I'm saying? That's like where my influence was. Like, and Hustler, you know what I'm saying? That's, what, that's how I even started like trying to even kind of singing my songs cause, was because of Hustler, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, San Quinn, uh, I seen Rappin' Fote, even, you know what I'm saying? Off Players Club, like that was that was kind of like my influence in terms of Bay Area. But then once I started getting older and started experiencing more, then that's where my influence changed, you know what I'm saying? So then it came to like the Kendrick Lamar's, you know what I'm saying? And then J. Cole, I was like running J. Cole for a long time. Um, Interesting. So you, so you grew up first with Bay Area rappers. Yeah. How would, how are you influ? How like did you get exposed to that, like in the uh, area? Because I would have thought that usually people might hear the bigger rappers first, uh, and then get exposed to like local underground things like that, since the bigger rappers are on radio and things yeah, like yeah. that. How were you initially exposed to like the local Bay Area? Folks, man, I feel like back in the day it was like all community though. You know what I'm saying? You 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 heard them, you seen them in the neighborhoods. Like met like I would see San Quinn going to like a, a grocery store. I'm like, yo, I just was listening to you. You know what I'm saying? Or um, I really got exposed to it because of like a lot of the people around me. You know what I'm saying? So when I first like started rapping, um, I ain't gonna lie, I got blessed to be with. In a room with a lot of like you know mentors and teachers, so they were just putting me on game when it came to like Bay Area stuff. Like I was like one of my heaviest influences is Mac Dre. So mm -hmm. ever since Mac Dre or whoever Mac Dre collaborated with, mm -hmm. I'm gonna listen to them because I'm like if they dope enough to get on the song with Mac Dre too and make a hit, it was one. It was a one. I always was like like that weird, like different type of rap you know that you don't usually hear and. But still mixed in with like what what's what's in, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like my 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 kind of you know my pocket mm -hmm. when it came to came to music. Um, like E40, you know what I'm saying? I love E40 flow, man. Um, and Roach Gigs, that's why I like Roach Gigs too. I don't know. If, I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a Bay Area artist, man. Back mm -hmm. in the day. Mm -hmm. um, so you are you were born raised here in the Bay. Yes, sir. San Francisco. San Francisco. You were talking when um, I saw you perform at Undiscovered uh -huh. um, about growing up like right down the street from yeah. there and like um, just walking up and down and then it was like a blessing for you to be able to like perform yes. right there in your neighborhood, right? Yeah. What was it like growing up in SF in that area for you? Um, I grew up in like on 6th Street. There's this like place called Min Mall. You know, it's like mm -hmm. all Filipinos, mm -hmm. all Filipinos. It's like, if you knew what Midmall was, that was like, you know, Filipino headquarters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's apartments above Midmall. Right? Yeah, so Midmall and then, so Filipinos do this a lot. They, they get the closest thing and then they'd be like, it was right next to Midmall. So we called this whole thing like Midmall. And then, you know, mm -hmm. the apartment right next to it. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? So it was like, 
you want a mint mall? Yup. Boom, go hit these the things, you know, a little spot, get some food, and then go to the apartment. That was like, but we, I don't know why we call that mint mall, but. Um, Just call the whole area. I didn't call it like the apartment in particular, but when I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going home, it's like, where you live at? Mint mall. mall. Yeah, it was like that kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and that that was around like what? When were you born? I was born in '94. Yeah. So for like the and the later half of the '90s, early 2000s, that's yeah. when you were walking around. And then SF didn't look like the way it looks now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it was definitely, and then especially that Soma area. Oh yeah. Right. There was way more working class folks yeah. and like that Filipino community where Soma Filipinos is right now. Yeah. Right. How was the how was the vibe growing up in San Francisco with that area with La Filipinos too? Did they also get you into hip hop? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, man, this is <laughs> where I came from. Man, it was just like still Filipino. You know, like like I said, Filipino headquarters. Let me double back. I'm sorry, I had a long night. Okay. <laughs> Shout out though. This it's guy's birthday was yeah. a few was a week ago. Mm. Right, right. It was on uh, Monday. It was on Monday. It was on Monday. Happy birthday. Yeah. So how old are you now? I'm 25. 25. 25. Yeah. 25. Yeah. Yeah. And then some of your homies gave yeah. you a little surprise. Yeah. A, lot of, <laughs> a lot of the OG homies pulled up on me. Man, it was fun though. It was fun. <laughs> um, but doubling back to to the question. Um, it was crazy because you, you know it was like it was majority Filipinos. You know what I'm saying? Um, like what I heard was my apartment was like the hub for like people who went to war. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and came back. And, the World War II veterans. Yeah, for the veterans, and um, a lot of them were having families, so it was only like studio apartments um, for like made for like one person. But since they were having so many, like they were having families, and you know what I'm saying, it became 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 a apartment for uh for everyone man <laughs> but um so what was the question again man like, like what was it like uh growing up in that area with hella filipinos because uh -huh. just coming from my perspective because uh -huh. when i moved here uh -huh. um it was down in la uh -huh. and from the philippines right and there was like no filipinos it was maybe like three four other like there was like two just down the street from me mm -hmm. so i'd find them right i'm like all right cool filipinos Right, but then there was it was majority uh, Vietnamese, Chinese, mm. and Latino, uh -huh. um, and it was cool, right? Yeah. I vibe with them, uh, but at the same time, I only really started building community too with uh, other Filipinos, Phil Ams, once I got here to Daily City, Definitely. where there's a lot more, right? But that was already what, like mm. 2013, mm -hmm. right? I was hella older, like 22, right? Yeah. So what is it like? Being in that hub of, and that's Filipino history, the World War II oh, yeah. veterans. What's that? What's it like being in that hub and also being kind of surrounded with hip hop in that era, and oh, yeah. also like the Filipino community out in SF? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, in terms of like growing up there, it was cool. You know, what I'm saying seeing Filipinos and people just like you. I want to say cool, but it, I feel like it was a blessing. Like I got blessed to to grow up, grow up around a lot of Filipinos and like learn the culture through. Because I was born here, I wasn't born. You know what I'm saying? In the Philippines, my first trip to the Philippines was this year. 
What? Yeah. Oh, you went yeah, back yeah. this year? Yeah, this year. It was when? like um around All Saints Day. I oh. forgot what is that? November? No, not November. I'm tripping. This was uh before the summer. Before the summer. Before okay. the summer. So around like April, the, May. Yeah, I think like something like that. I don't know why I'm tripping off the dates, but but I went there for like about a month. Oh, so, for family? Um, for family and um I actually got baptized there. So oh. yeah. So it was cool. You know what I'm saying? So my experience okay, so I'm a I'm gonna draw back to that. So my experience growing up was like all I knew was like that Filipino culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. then it was like they branched out and there was a lot of gang banging going on and there was a lot of this other stuff going on that I was like I was just in, you know what I'm saying? Accustomed to it when it came to when it came to Filipino. So in the early 2000s, yeah, was that, that when there was a lot of gang banging yeah. in SF. What, what was it? Filipino gangs. Was there was it? a lot of Filipino gangs, and then this gang was beefing with this gang, and you know what I'm saying you can't a Filipino go, gang against other Filipino gangs. Um, yeah, kind yeah. of. You know what I'm saying? But some they 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 some of them had each other's back. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It was more like neighborhoods and stuff like that too. So, um. It was like when I was going older, when I was growing up, it was like where I was from, I couldn't walk certain streets or if they knew me from, you know, that I'm from 6th Street, you couldn't walk really. You could walk, like I, I really didn't care, but it was like, okay, you just got to m- make sure if you ever get checked, you got to handle yours, you know what I'm saying? So that was kind of a kind of the thing growing up um, because I actually went to school not I didn't I didn't do the whole FEC and like Bessie Carmichael and stuff like that. I was put relocated to like Tenderloin. So oh. yeah, so it was more. So I went to Tenderloin Community School. After that, you know, did the whole the, like the Merrick Academy. So I was in like the opposite hood. So I always had to like, but you know, I had but I made some 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 friends there too. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't me really just banging. I, I was never banging. You know what I'm saying? So. But you were surrounded by that. That was like yeah, a culture was sur- during yeah. that time. Yeah, like there was a, it was a culture. I just knew where I'm from, and if anybody asked me where I was from, I'm gonna tell you where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where, like, I'm from San Francisco. I was from. I was born and raised right there next to Sixth Street, Sixth Street, Fifth Street, right there in the middle. That's where my I, I grew up on. Yeah, it's a trip. Um, when I was working with high school youth from uh, Excelsior. Some of them, and this was what, like probably 2013, 2014, some of them still have to take different bus routes sometimes to avoid certain people. Like, uh, I think because somebody stole his PS3, PS4, Uh whatever, tried to get back at them, and then now they have to avoid certain bus routes just to like avoid conflict, right? It's still a trip that there's still issues like that Uh going on. But do you think, has it gone down in your area since your era? Like, what's it like now? Kind of in this change, because, I mean, we got to admit there is gentrification and like the changes. What has the Uh changes looked like? For you in that Soma area, Sixth Street area. Do you still live there, by the way? My mom area? still does. Where live do you on Sixth Street? Huh? I live in the Outer Mission. In Outer Mission. But you still go back visit your mom. Oh yeah. The I still go hit Two Line and do all that other stuff. And what's the what's the, the changes looked like? What's um, it been like? It it's changing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, that parking lot right next. I was telling I was telling my mom this. The parking lot right next to Min Mall is being changed into like 
I don't know what it is. I, I'm, I'm assuming apartment complexes and, you know, the whole idea of gentrification is crazy because it's, it, it really changed from, like, walking down the street, you see something new. Like, I don't know, man. It's deep. It, it, it's really deep. But it definitely changed a lot. There's not a lot of, you know what I'm saying? What was crazy is I seen this in my apartment building, right? Excuse me. It was rare if you seen somebody other than Filipino in the apartment building. Oh, yeah? So it was that deep Filipino? Yeah, that's how deep like it was in, in, in my apartment building. But, you know what I'm saying? But now, I feel like it's half Filipino, half, you know what I'm saying? I seen some, I, I must have seen like, it, it, it was just weird for me to see yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. other than Filipino living yeah. there. And I'm like, and you have a job. In the financial district, yeah, doing your yeah. doing your thing, right? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. damn, this used to be like for you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For the Filipinos who came to America, you know what I'm saying, and try to start a new life. Now it's now it's being super changed, and I'm like, I don't know. How did your mama arrive in SF? Like, what was the whole story behind that? Man, um, my my grandparents came out here first. Oh yeah, yeah. My grandparents were very like, so we come from Masontol, and um, where's that? That's in Pampanga. Yeah, it's oh. it's like very like a province that nobody like, and I learned this myself just in this previous year, you know. Um, but they came from Masontol, and they were like the ones that were very like, I don't know, man. They, my my grandparents was famous out there, man. Really? I swear in that province, like everybody knew them. They got a mausoleum for the grave, like one of the very few who does, but. Cause they they were community people, so every time they got money or every time they had food, they was giving it out. There was, you know, what I'm saying, the house that we have now in Monsanto, that's like the community. It's like a community center. I promise you, man. I didn't see so many people Filipinos come in, eat, hang out. You know what I'm saying? And it's on the regular. It's on the Dope. regular. But they they came and flew out and started working out here and started sending money back. Hmm. Then um, once my mom got out of high school, she decided. Aside from going to college, right? Um, I don't mean to bust her out. <laughs> <laughs> I just got her out. <laughs> my mom, my mom. Hey, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you though. My mom is one of the smartest women I know though. Uh, you know, uh, honor roll throughout high school. She can go back and just yeah, yeah, yeah. crush it. Yeah, I promise yeah. you, man. Yeah, yeah, it's where I got my little my wisdom and stuff. But she came over here and started working. Um, and then, then all of her brothers and, and sisters started to follow, and then mm. now I got majority of my family out here. Um, but all in San Francisco. All in San Francisco, uh, a couple in like Pittsburgh, you know, the East Bay, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, and then that's when you were born. Do you have siblings? I do. I do. I got two sisters. Uh, did yeah. they? Are they into music too? Um, not really. Wait, are they older than you? Yeah, they're older than me. Did they get you into hip hop and things like that? No. Um, they didn't get in, get me into hip hop, but I learned a lot from my sisters just because of what they were listening to. So, mm. like my sister, when CDs were popping, she got like country grammar, and I was like, "Damn, look at this!" You know, and I just like it was like what they were listening to. Cause since they like try to big dog me and was like, we're gonna play this uh -huh, CD. Uh -huh. You you can only play your stuff when we're not here. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you crazy? I'll as take youngest, that out. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the as the youngest, yeah, the, <laughs> as the bunso. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, Sometimes yep. that happens. So I'm like, bunso power, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But uh, so stuff like that happened, man. And it was just like, okay, cool. But it was cool because my one of my first CDs, I found All Eyes on Me in the alleyway. Oh. On, it's on 6th Street Just bro. in the alleyway? In the alleyway Somebody must have stole it And it dropped out of their pocket or something Like a fresh The album itself yeah. Or just the CD? It was the No it was the It was in the case It was in the case? Yeah and Damn it, But the thing was cracked in the middle But it still worked Yeah yeah you yeah You know what I'm saying? Yeah Um. So stuff like that You know what I'm saying? So we was heavy on CDs uh, Heavy on CDs uh, Man I had so many CDs It was ridiculous Damn I remember having the CD player Yeah Remember and you walk around With headphones on Bro But then When you Facts. didn't have The anti-skip CD player You have to put it On a flat surface Oh uh, yeah right? <laughs> Because on. then Because you can't really Walk around with Facts. it Right And you're like Yeah bro Play <laughs> man And then when you get The anti-skip one You can actually Walk around Facts. With the CD player Man I remember that Bro This was my technique I was on the bus I was like Okay I can get like Two songs in Put it on my lap bro And hold it like this The whole time bro yeah, 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 So yeah. I can slap it yeah. What were the CDs That you were bumping That you remember Man Y'all gonna make fun of me man I was Bye. I was bumping like So I was I was bumping that Pac CD heavy So whatever my sisters You know what I'm saying Got Cause I was like Cause it was also expensive Yeah it was super so like expensive Like 15 bucks sometimes 15 right. bucks um, we used to do some like hood rash stuff, you know what I'm saying? And like get CDs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, uh, it was always like, what was like, I don't know, whatever my sister got, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I remember she got a, like a B2K <laughs> like stuff, but you know, it was crazy. Cause you know how you had the anti-skip thing. What we used to do is get the, the, the CD player with the, the tape, you know, the tape deck and then just record stuff off the, off the, um. Off the uh, either the CD like the dual one, yeah, and then put it onto the tape. Put it onto the tape. Oh, you know what I'm saying, and then slap that or or stuff off the radio before you could record off the radio, which was illegal. Sorry, <laughs> don't put me in jail. But um, but other than that, I don't know CDs that. I my sister was listening to and what what was cool too is my older sister. Got in, got me into kind of like rock ish. Uh, she uh. was like into that rock and like yeah, yeah, yeah. the alternative. That, stuff. Yeah, the alternative yeah, yeah. stuff. My sister was like that too, bro. Yeah, uh, man, I got into because of my older sister. Uh-huh. I got in, and then she had. I I don't know if she just had more money than me or was mm. better at managing her birthday money. Yeah. But then she would be able to buy more of the gear yeah. and more music than me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where's my money? And then <laughs> yeah. so I'll just listen to her music. I got into Avril Lavigne because of uh. her. And I was like bumping that. But then I didn't want to show anyone that I was bumping <laughs> Skater Boy. <laughs> See you later, boy. <laughs> like that. But I was like, damn, this shit slaps. <laughs> so complicated. I'm like, like just sitting in the mall listening to this shit with a frown acting tough and shit. <laughs> but I was like, damn, I want to learn how to skate. <laughs> Yo. But there's some hilarious. good also rock. Like I was getting yeah. into some Isley or like mm. my sister loved like the Ramones and things like that. Oh, so yeah. like uh, I haven't gotten deep into it. But uh-huh. then yeah, it's kind of cool having someone with a different taste, a little yeah. older too, but then still like leeching off a little bit off that music. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't know what Panic at the Disco was. And was just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My sister was slapping. I was like, yep, yep. Okay. Arctic Monkeys, I, I found out. Because <laughs> then I was like, oh, this is, oh, okay. This is kind of cool. Max. I was like, I see it, I see it. But then what was your, once you got into mainstream, yeah. uh, 
you, what were the main influences? Because off your therapy, yeah, all right, let's yeah. let's actually throw back you uh, uh, released twenty fourteen. It's on your uh, Bandcamp, uh-huh. right? I remember slapping that a lot, bro. Uh, one of the tracks there uh, was Kanye's. Yeah, uh, yeah. which uh, uh, Jesus all, walks. Uh, all falls down. All falls down. Yeah, yeah. All falls down. Instrumental, right? And then you did a piece yeah. uh, on that, right? So it seems like you also have Kanye influence to, oh, yeah. uh, on you, right? Kanye was like when he was doing all that because when I back then I thought his stuff was like I just like being honest in my raps mm, you know what I'm mm, saying mm. I just loved like saying what was real you know what I'm saying that people wouldn't say you feel me like tell me that ain't insecure you know uh, what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. that's real it's like kind of yeah. like checking people like, yeah 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 you know so I, damn I, you check people on your track by saying you spend your financial uh, aid hey, on shit yeah <laughs> So that was like so. Bro, <laughs> say that in SF State, <laughs> man. I must have did everything with my financial. Bought a chain. Oh my god! Definitely bought a chain. That's why people don't want to do the loan forgiveness, bro. Yeah. <laughs> man, come yeah. on, Bernie. <laughs> it was. It was a. Nah. So with that, so the beat actually. I'm not even gonna lie, it's a Pete Rock beat. So I heard, uh-huh. I heard Kanye in an interview was like, Pete Rock is one of my influences when it comes to beat. So I, instead of using like the All Falls Down beat, I used the Pete Rock beat, and then, um, and then I flipped it to do my interpretation of All Falls Down. So that's where that song came came about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's do a rewind. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't your first mixtape, was it? It was like my first solidified mixtape. Solidified mixtape. Um, and was like, the reason I did that mixtape was just because I've been, I was making so much music and it was just super therapeutic for me. So mm-hmm. the idea of like therapy was just like, I broke it down like the rap why, you know what I'm saying? It's like why I rap. It was because it was therapy um, instead of going... Like I have an intro where I was like, you know, it was Jay Z talking, right? Jay Z yeah. talking about uh, With Howard Stern, how, what yeah. helps him. Like, like he doesn't need therapy. This is his therapy. Yeah, like he's working it out in front of thousands, millions of people. Yeah, right. And I actually love that concept of therapy or mixtape yeah. because at times it really feels like that. Yeah, when I'm able to put shit out onto like. Either poetry, yeah. rap, some song. It is therapy, Facts. right? To get things out, right? And uh, I love that concept of that. That was so- a solid um, mixtape that I was bumping in 20. 20- I still remember. You, I remember vividly driving on the 210 uh-huh. on the freeway going up to state and just listening to that shit, bro. That was a clean mixtape. I appreciate and that heavy. I actually have some questions about that. Let's huh? Tell me the story. What was the process of doing that? Doing that therapy. Who did you record with? Where uh-huh. did you record? Like, what was the overall process of Dope. and feeling of uh-huh. putting that together? Yeah. So therapy was like songs. So people don't know therapy was uh, like songs that were compiled throughout when I was. Every, everywhere from like 14, 15 mm. to like 20 or 19, when I dropped 2014, 2014, how old are you? You're probably uh, ni- 20, 19, 20, like 1920. 1920. 19, yeah. So like, let's say 14 to 20 was a lot of the songs. And I like, I had a lot of these songs and I'm like, yo, where I want to go with it, you know? Um, 
I was at a nonprofit studio called Y Projects. So that's how I first heard about it because I was going to school out there. And then shout out to my guy, Geese. Um, he, he's the one who was like, hey, come to the studio. And because I, I was in this program called VYDC. Um, they'd heard that I rap. I was doing poetry in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So you did poetry before you rap? Yeah. So it was more like, man, <laughs> I got into poetry because I had I actually had like a counselor, right? Counselor, I'm not going to say really like a therapist, but what she was like, yo, the way you, you're talking to me is very like, very grown, like wise. You know what I'm saying? This and was in high school? Middle school? This was in middle school. Oh. So this was in middle school. So she was telling me like, which was... And it's funny, her her name was Miss Class. Miss Class. Miss Class. Class. So Miss Class was like, okay, cool. They used to have me check in because um, we had, like, our school was predominantly a lot of the students from the hood. So underprivileged youth. And Which middle school is this? It's called Demeric Academy. So, like, Demeric. when it first started, it was, like, a lot of underprivileged youth um, that they were giving them a chance to, to have private education, you know, like private school education. Oh, um, okay. so. Demeric Academy, man, really like was like a cool thing to be honest. Was that like uh, like one of those placements by lottery, like how um, and or did you all have to apply to it? Yeah, what so was that? it was an application process. So uh, you had to write like why why you want and then they why you want to be there and like they they decreased the tuitions and what was cool to me was that you get these people coming to your hood to your house and really experience like to interview you. Oh yeah, yeah, and at the time like. But I was living in the in the hood, like my mom's studio apartment is real. You know what I'm saying? So they sitting on boxes, interviewing me when I was a youth. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was like, and they're all in like suits. They're in like in a suit. In a, I'm like, damn, you really came into this into the hood and really just interviewed me and was like, hey, I really love your story. Like, not love your story, and it's like we really feel you. And that day, there was like. Definitely a good candidate for for the for the school. Word, word. Yeah. And so this counselor was telling you, Miss Class was telling yeah. you what, like, the so way yeah, you talk. And so yeah, they put you in like a lot of the like the bad students. <laughs> they they went to go talk to counselors like all the time. So I was one of the bad students, but she was like, "You so smart to be super like, you know what I'm saying? Why you gotta be so bad? Right? What are we getting in trouble in school for? Just talking, talking." Everything, man, make, yeah. make, cracking jokes. But I had those jokes where you just did, wanted to laugh, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. couldn't stop from that. Even yeah. the teachers was laughing. That's yeah, why they're yeah, like, yeah. "Get out of my classroom." You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. like they, they ain't that mad, but they can't let uh, <laughs> let the facade of control get yeah. out too out of control, right? Yeah, it got too out of hands at points. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Miss Class, she actually gave me a. She didn't give me the book, but she photocopied all of these books from like Tupac's poetry book thing. Oh, what? Yeah. And then she gave it to you. And then she gave it to me, stapled it, <laughs> and then gave it to me. And I was like, damn. And then that's when you started writing poetry. Poetry, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, do you have your own poetry still? I don't. I don't. You don't? I don't, I don't, do, I don't really do poetry like that anymore. But um, You lost it? You didn't keep it anymore? Or you got hit it? Yo, Is it stashed I, somewhere? I just moved around a lot. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right. if I could find my old poetry notebook, I might have to go... Talk to my mom, see if I can Word. go through her through her stuff and see if I find that old notebook. But um had a lot of deep stuff in it. Yeah. A lot of deep stuff. How did you transition from poetry to rap? 
How, when did you start ra- rapping? Because a lot of my poetry sounded like I was rapping. Yeah. That's yeah. like, literally, there was like, you know, you could put this over a beat. So when I was at VY, oh, actually, I was like just playing beats and I'm like, I'm actually going to the computer lab and I'm like, I'm actually having, you know what I'm saying? This stuff. So how old were you when you were going to this other program? You said the, the what, VY? VYDC. I was about, I was a high schooler. But, so when I was in high school, I went like to two programs. So I had like VYDC. But I first started at Chalk. I don't know if you know Chalk. No, SF. no. Um, Communities Heroes Advocating for Learning Kids. Um, but it was right next, it was on 6th Street. So, you know what I'm saying? It was cool because they introduced me to, not introduced me to rap, but a lot of like the like the big brothers over there was like, you know, we're rappers. You from you know what I'm saying? From Sixth Street, blah, 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 and all this stuff. When I started doing shows, I was at VYDC. You know what I'm saying? So when what it does came VYDC to VYDC stand for? Vietnamese Youth Development Center. Oh. I'm not Vietnamese, but <laughs> but we all the same, bro. Yeah, it was like a lot of like the like Asian descent and stuff and um we went there and then they they put me on my first show. Oh so they had like Beats, uh, like computer recording equipment, yeah. things like that. They were yeah. more advanced, yeah. Oh. And then like a lot of the the um, case man, I had a case manager. So when it came to like, if I ever got in trouble and stuff like that, I would have to like report to my case manager. Um, Through at VYDC. At VYDC. Oh, and then a lot yeah. of the big brothers, like you were saying, at VYDC were rappers. So and- no, at, at Chalk was were rappers. So when I was done with the Chalk program, I went to VYDC because I did a... Um, I got my first job um, doing like like hourly job um, doing Maip. You ever heard of Maip? Yeah, I've heard of Maip. Yeah, so Maip, but they placed me at the like the headquarters was at VYDC, so I was there constantly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And then um, they had recording equipment at VYDC. Uh, they didn't. No, they didn't have recording equipment at VYDC. So they had like computers and stuff where I would just be on the computer oh, listening listen, to they, beats. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then like. And then, like the case managers, like the big brothers and stuff like that over there, um, they would they would like put me onto like these different uh, different beats. You feel me? Like Jay Dilla, you know what I'm saying? I was over here listening to like super like very very nostalgic beats. You know what I'm saying? Like I learned shook ones just because of them. You know what I'm saying? And and all that. Um, and then then once I did my first show, that's how I met Geese. I did it with VYDC, met Geese, and then he introduced me to Y Projects and forever that, it was family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how old were you when you did your first show? I was, whew, I have a picture of it too. It's so funny. But I was, I don't know, probably like 16, maybe? 15, 16, It wasn't even my first show. It was just more like I did my spoken word and then I tried to, to rap, but mm. I, I was just trash. <laughs> like it was just like me doing a poem to a beat you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. like you know then I, I met my you know what I'm saying but I'm glad I did that because now look at you know what I'm saying How yeah you just you performed with Geese like at Undiscovered right? yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you brought him up for one of the songs it's my brother yeah and so like ever since then you kept the writing consistent and yeah. the recording where would you record with this so yeah so I would do VYDC my program and and I was just labbing it for a long time. So Y Projects, um, it was in the Tenderloin on Golden Gate. And I'll go to the studio every single day. So Y Projects is a youth org, but they yeah. have... It's through the record- YMCA. 
It's they, but they have recording equipment. Yeah, they had a record. So they they were like one of the first to kind of like get a real legit studio. And the person who ran that was part of like Beat Rock too. You know, Beat Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So he his name was Gamma Ray. He was kind of like behind the scenes too. But um, that was like my that's like my old that's like my big dog, man. I love that dude. But he kind of like taught me a lot. You know what I'm saying? And every time I was there, I was just getting more consistent. Like I was just writing heavy, heavy. You know. Um, just to get better, you know what I'm saying? And then I was like introduced to a lot of OGs. Like Dregs One was one of my mentors over there. He worked there, you know what Word. I'm saying? Dregs. Now he's a lawyer. Now he's a lawyer. <laughs> that's how that's how I know Dregs. Yeah. People yeah. don't know that. Like, oh, you probably know. Nah, Dregs was there every single day with me in the studio. Uh, you know what I'm saying? At Y uh. Projects and then Big Mac from from Hunters Point. He worked there as well. Mac taught me a lot. He he didn't baby you. You know what I'm saying? It was like you're gonna rap, you're gonna rap, and you got it. So making songs with them was like, damn. When I was this young, damn. damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mainly that YMCA would have that. Would have like yeah. um, a recording yeah. studio yeah. and that that kind of spot that's open for youth and for other artists like mm -hmm. local folks, community folks to like use the equipment and have an on staff like engineer definitely and all that that's definitely. like that's kind of unheard of even now yeah like it's not even that's not even a lot that's not super accessible outside of like little hubs like that definitely and i'm trying that's i'm doing that i'm making sure that happens because i feel like so right now i'm working with like schools to do like um a music internships and stuff like yeah, that yeah. so i got geese he's actually Building a studio in John O'Connell and doing this internship where students get paid to like build a studio and make music and then Word. Yep. they and get paid. The students get paid to run the studio. Yep. Word. Yep. Mm -hmm. Through what program is that? So it's through Urban Services YMCA. Oh, and so damn. we're making that happen. Yeah. Bro, that's pretty dope, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> to actually get paid to, as a student, to as actually student. learn and get into your passion with yep. music, where you actually have something, like, economically, like, an opportunity oh, yeah. like, to be compensated, right? Because half the shit, like, growing up, it would be like, oh, don't do music, you won't get paid off Facts. that. Or, like, there's no opportunity in that. That's why folks want you to, whatever, be a lawyer uh -huh. or be, not that it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> But like, like it's not seen as an opportunity, Facts. right? And what's dope is I do see you. Like you're in some, uh, you're at Baboa. No, Where I'm at, at a um, John. O so I'm a site coordinator. So that's my like side job. I like to say side job. Were you at <laughs> Denman too for a minute? Yeah, I was at Denman like a year ago or something. So Denman, I built a, um, I built a whole like. I had a full-on recording studio. I had a full-on screen print, silk screen shop, man. And then I had like a couple, um, I had a videography, photography lab and, um, and, and a couple of, why am I tripping off what it was? The MakerBots, you know, the MakerBots? Uh, yeah. And then you did this through... I did this through uh, Urban Services, YMCA. YMCA. Oh. So it kind of like du doubled back in the future, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I was yeah. part of Urban Services. Uh, landed this and then um, and then started doing that. Um, but what what was cool is that they entrusted me with all this money to build one of these things, and I'm I'm so glad it's still successfully running. It's still running right now. So they have yeah. like a recording studio, recording studio um, with high tech equipment. Man, I'm talking about like stuff you can't just get from Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, 
And the print shop is ridiculous too. And ridiculous. the students are running it? Um, we have a new person running it since I, I kind of got like a little promotion. Um, but she's still running it and she hits me up like a couple times too to see. So what is that? Like the, she runs it, but the students have access to like yeah. use it and like learn how to use Definitely. equipment. So when I was, like yeah. So when I was there, I was, I was getting like, <laughs> it's kind of messed up, man. I got a lot, a lot of the kids who were big troublemakers. I'm talking about like the biggest trouble, cut class, you you know what I'm saying? All of this other stuff, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say troublemakers, but they were lost. You know what I'm saying? Mm, they mm. came to the studio. I, I I guarantee you, man, that was the first time I ever seen them really focus on really writing and trying to be like, does it sound good? Does it sound like very invested in what they were doing? Mm. So what I did was like, I, I just had an enrichment where I'm like, yo, y'all want to be here or y'all want to play around? So if you're going to be here, you're going to write. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Made a lot of songs with them kids. Dope, bro. Yeah. Like, so I I was at Denman for two yeah. years because of Pep. Yeah, yeah. Right, and yeah, then yeah. I felt I felt like there's definitely like I, I don't want to call them bad kids, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's just that the classroom environment yeah. is not the best space for them nah. to like fully express themselves Thanks. especially the funny ones bro that's why i was yeah. laughing at you yeah. about the ones who are funny yeah. and i'm laughing at their shit i'm in the front of the class giving a lecture yeah. right and they say some shit that i'm like oh that shit funny right but i have to stay on track with the syllabus Thanks. right and then i kind of like talk to them on the side but i'm laughing right Thanks. talking to them but but we can't have them just blurting whatever in the mm. middle of the class for the other folks, right? But yeah. I want to engage them in other ways. So yeah. it's dope to hear, right? There, there should be other avenues for them to really express themselves and oh, to yeah. grow and to like find whatever passion, right? And it's dope Definitely. to see, I hear from you, like this big full-on circle, Right from being someone who attended these programs as a youth, yeah. found opportunity, and now you're helping facilitate those spaces, and then also like supportively challenge yeah. these other youth, right, who be going through like similar, or maybe they have, um, they want that outlet. Right? Oh yeah, so that's dope. Oh yeah. Well, and where are you at right now? So I'm over there at John O'Connor. I'm a site coordinator over there. What do you do? Do you do similar things? So similar, like. So basically, I'll be work, like running a team. I got a little team, you know what I'm saying? So for the after school, it's like I'll, I'll run this like teen center slash. And then we got a personal trainer, MMA fighter, Carlos, who who runs the fitness lab. Um, and then we got tutoring. For, it, these are after school programs? Yeah, it's an after school program. Yeah. Oh. So we got the whole thing. So I'm like running all like the team. Um, but also I'm in there like at the teen center really like trying to trying to um you know what i'm saying i'm just I, i'm just with the youth i'm just engaged with Did, the youth is john o'connell is that a high school it's is a high school a... high school oh. yeah so i kind of leveled up from middle school to <laughs> still the same though still the same Words, still childish still youth and all that <laughs> so can we have you perform right. your second track yeah let's do this okay got you hey so this is actually the song that I said I flipped all falls down. Uh, yeah, so some real. Yeah, 
Hey, I ain't ballin' till I got my mama crib and shit I do it cause my daddy wasn't here and shit So I don't wanna hear your shit Cause I be working on the five suit and tie for that minimum Wage, man, we tryna get paid, but it seem out of range Just to drive in a range Rover, wish on a four-leaf clover For money like Oprah, wife like Hovers I got so many burdens on my shoulders my uncle think his life almost over So he's sipping on the 40 O's as a Cobras I don't think he spent one night being sober Damn, my teacher asked me what I want when I'm older Opportunity knocking at my door like Jehovah Witnesses, and y'all my witnesses Cause I'm about to wrap it up like these Christmases, yeah Hey, so when it falls down, who you finna call now? Calling my tita <laughs> Come on, come on, come on Hey, so when it falls down, who you finna call now? Hey. My girl just left, I still didn't pay my rent. On top of that, man, I lost my check. Uh, looked under the bed, like where that shit went. Fuck, I need that check so I can buy some Jordans, man. Yo, I'm so hard headed. Instead of buying food, I went to buy me some shoes. Like 300 on the feet, just to show I have heat. 400 on a belt to perceive I have wealth Couple racks on a chain just to show them the pain Now, shorties holler where the ball is at Man, I feel like Kanye, but I should be ashamed I spent my financial laid and mo Now I'm back to the trap, back to the back Of that welfare line, probably sell some crack Put my soul in a rap, make a milli off that Sell my soul, hell no, cause I won't get it back You feel that? Yeah So when it falls down, who you finna call now? Come on, come on, come on. Hey. So when it falls down, who you finna call now? Hey. Southside, Southside. We gon' set this party alright. Westside, what? Westside, hey. Set this party alright. One more time. Southside, Southside. One more time. Westside, Westside. Westside, hey. y'all right, man. I promise. She's so subconscious. Got no idea what she doing in college. Uh-uh. The major that the major she ain't making no money. Damn, <laughs> all right. Look at her funny. Yeah. Hey. Tell me that ain't insecure. Insecure. Hey, shouts, yeah. brother. Right on, bro. Uh, I actually have a question. Yeah. Uh, from the. Uh, the therapy uh-huh. album. I forgot which track it is, yeah. but you said five times almost died this year. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that? Um, <laughs> why? Why did you almost die? Uh, I got into a lot of experiences, man. Um, you know, everything from like I got into like a a car crash. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where the first time I was like, man, why is my mouth bleeding? You know what I'm saying? It was, just, it was scary. It was scary. You know what I'm saying? Been a lot. Um, been it, uh, everything you could think of, man. Um, coming to like violence and you know what I'm saying? And um, being a part of a lot of like activities that I shouldn't be in. Um, what year was this? It was... It was <sighs> damn, it was, a, it was a lot, man. Like everywhere from like... Tw- Every, every since I left my my parents' house mm. or my mom's house, it was just all downhill. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't downhill, but it was like, it was a majority of my inspiration for therapy. 
so when I left my house, so like within when I was 18 to 19, that was kind of like the year where I was like, I'm an adult now and I got to start doing stuff. So I was doing a lot of things that I feel like I shouldn't be, you know, um, and I moved around a lot. So everywhere from like, so I was on 6th Street, moved, <laughs> I actually lived up the street from here. I had, really? a little, I had a little room on Gellert right here. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Um, with, with a family friend. Um, and then um, I moved out to to Pittsburgh. Damn, um, you went all the way to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Bay Point. Um, I was living in like the projects out there, like Bailey's. Moved to like Willow Cove, and you know what I'm saying. Um, and double back. <laughs> why you? Why were you moving around? Huh? Like, why were you moving around? What was like the impetus to it was, leave home? And then, um, in all honesty, I was tired of sleeping on the floor, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, to be honest, I was like, I'm grown. Like, at that time, I was like, I'm 18. Why the hell am I still sleeping on the floor? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't understand. I didn't understand it and, until, like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't blessed with with a room or a bed. You feel me? So I was like, I wanted that. And I was like, the only way I felt like I would I I be an adult and grow up and, like, change this lifestyle was if I went out and got went to go get it. Mm, mm. So that was kind of, like, my motivation. And my mom, my mom, she, she wasn't mad that I left, but it was more like, he's a, he, he's an adult now. Mm. There's something he had to go through to be a man. So, in yeah. the song, I remember when you uh, performed this also, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you answer your own question of who you gonna call. You mentioned your titas, yeah. Lola, <laughs> yeah. right, and your mama, and my right? mama, right? Um, and it's all these women yeah, in your family, right? Definitely. Like, definitely. how has uh, throughout the years your relationship like evolved with your mama and uh-huh. these women in your family? Like, like from leaving, right? Yeah. Initially, like leaving, and that impetus is kind of like, yo, let me make it on my own. Facts. But then, at least for me, over the years, like I realized how much I actually rely on my mama. Like yeah. sometimes now when I'm stressing, I'm like, I have to talk to my mama. Facts. Or when I feel anxiety, uh-huh. sometimes I'm like, mom, all right, da 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 uh-huh. And then I have to like, like logistically like <laughs> say things, right? And Facts. then it kind of brings it back, right? Uh, but it's only evolved after this initial like rebellion kind of, yeah. right? But how has it evolved for you? Um, and it seems like a lot of the women in your life. Yeah. De- no, definitely. That's like, man, I grew up in like majority women household. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? My two sisters and my mom. So it was like a lot of it was like when it when it came down to it, I'm like with my cousins. You know, they're all males and stuff like that. And we was just, <laughs> the testosterone was high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but in terms of like, in ter- so what I didn't realize when I was younger was that my mom did a lot. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for me, I didn't... I went to a private school. You know what I'm saying? Um, purely off that, I was in a payroll program, extra opportunity program. It wasn't for that. My mom filling up that application. I wouldn't have gotten the education, you know, that that I got now. So, I honestly, like, I wasn't there. Even though my mom didn't say a lot of things and she didn't really, like... My mom is a t- the toughest person and the smartest person I know. You know what I'm saying? You can you can go around the corner and try to spook her, you know what I'm saying, like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she won't she won't budge. Yeah, I promise yeah, you. Yeah, I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Everybody know her in the neighborhood like as Mama. So, and that's her nickname. Yeah. Mama. Yep. And if you if you if you go to my apartment and be like, hey, where is Mama at? Where's Mama at? That's it. It's my mom. Uh, uh. So my mom was a I don't know. She was a role model because she was very very tough skin, 
And I feel like I get I get a lot of that from her. But um, now how it evolved, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the times, like I was out, I wasn't even home. I was running the streets doing some stupid stuff I shouldn't be, you know? Mm. Um, but every time I got either like arrested or, you know what I'm saying, got in trouble, guess who I called? I called my mama. That's why I said that, in, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because like when I got in trouble, man, I remember, I, remember I, I got like technically detained, you know? <laughs> technically detained. I was putting in detained, kind of, right? I called my mom. When This police officer, he actually li- li- lived in the apartment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This police officer lived in the apartment, but he was a Filipino police officer. I remember one time he got me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I, I was doing. But he got me, and he brought me home, and he's like, is this your son? But she, he knew, he knew. you know what I'm saying? He knew that that was my mom. And my mom, my mom does this crazy thing where she just laughs once you get, if you get in trouble, she don't, she don't follow you. She, she was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like hitting you with the slipper. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. just going to laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. And my mom does that. And, but ever since then, like, I didn't understand because my mom was like, was teaching me these subliminal like messages on how to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. What do you feel are those subliminal messages? What do you mean? For example, like my mom, like. You know how like sometimes you ask your parents for money, mm. you know what I'm saying, and they just give you the money. My mom never just gave me money. It was just more like I'm gonna give you money for stuff that actually means something. Mm. So when it came to food and stuff like that, okay, I'll throw you a couple dollars. Um, but I learned to like never ask anything, like for you know what I'm saying. Like throughout my trials and tribulations, like. I always try to have it equal, you know what I'm saying? Mm. As much as people do for me, I try to do do for them. Mm. Um, I learned that from my mom, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because my mom never was just like, if you help me out, I'm going to help you out. Or or when it came to like money, you know what I'm saying? She was like, even though I buy hella clothes and stuff. <laughs> Jordan's with financial Jordan, aid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, change and shit. Yeah. I was going to do it. But um, <laughs> I always double back to like kind of what my mom taught me, you know mm. what I'm saying? Um <clears throat> Don't mind me asking, where was your pops? Was he not in the picture growing up? Uh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, sometimes he he went to go he had a different mindset, you know what I'm saying? Different lifestyle, different mindset, you know. Um, but you feel me, what's crazy is cause I have his name. So I feel like so Zaldi, my dad's name is Zaldi as well. So I'm I'm junior. Oh nobody, yeah, nobody knows that. I'm junior. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like this like I had this stigma. He Filipino. He Filipino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I, I feel like I had the stigma of like my dad. You feel uh. me? Of like, because I was my name was Zaldi. You know what I'm saying? He was he was kind of like a thug. I, I was like back in the day, I was kind of like that too. You know? So I feel like they were. It kind of rolled over on me, but uh, but my mom was trying to teach me, aside from that, to be a man. You know what I'm saying? And how to be a man. Without have like without having a man figure guide you, mm, you know what mm, I'm saying? Because mm. I looked up to like a lot of like my, my uncles and stuff like that and mentors, but I didn't have like you know like a real kind of like father figure until like these past couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. So my mom told me, and then my mom knew she couldn't do it. So what she did, my mom, my mom not do it, but my mom taught me through experience. Mm. It wasn't mm. through like I'm gonna tell you how to be a man, blah blah blah. She's like, okay, you wanna you wanna be a man? 
once you're 18, you can go. Go ahead. Mm. Do what you... But just know that, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word, word. So he, she got that... Uh, the challenge like yeah. lets you live through the challenge but also yeah. let you know that she's there for support yeah. and it's like they're yeah. 100 behind you mm-hmm. right like thanks for sharing because yeah. it definitely is an experience like to hear in terms of it's good to hear that you've kind of deconstructed it too yeah. right and especially like the experience of not having the quote unquote male role model at home yeah. right but to see that you've kind of understood that you've learned even through your mama even if she's not like this male role model yeah. right but yeah. then also in recent years you said you've been getting more of that father figure in different ways not, not, not necessarily like father figure but like mentor like that yeah male male role male models role models yeah okay, like okay. a lot of a lot of that and it comes in different waves man like i was i was talking to i was i was talking to um my little nephew about this i was like Advice, I, I could I could take advice from anybody, right? But what really sticks to me is like, inter- like using that advice, right, and see if it works out for me. Mm. So in terms of like, for example, like I talk to my cousin on a on a daily, you know what I'm saying? And he an OG, like he been in the game, been in, in and out of jails, but still has like that wisdom, you know what I'm saying? To like be like, don't do this or don't fuck up or. It's all about how to how to get a bag instead of like all this game, like you know what I'm saying, being hood and investing and not making money and all this other stuff, right? And who I am as a person. Then I have like people like who are CEOs, like I have a mentor who's like a CEO. I have another mentor who who owns like half of a law firm, you know, who just like gives me game mm. and it doesn't and what's cool about it is like they don't care where I'm from mm. they don't care what I they they do care what I've been through but it's like it's more like how can you aside from like th- on my birthday they took me out right and they told me you deserve more you feel me you deserve more you, you and there was like the way you're going to get it is about education the value of education and how you can educate your mind to be like this is what you want and this is how you're going to get it and having the discipline to do it, you know? Mm, mm. And that resonated with me because I seen it with them. He, they, and, they're, they, and they're very successful in their life. Mm. So if I could put my mind to anything I want to do, it, it, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. It's a beautiful thing. And they really taught me that. Um, but also it's like, you know what I'm saying? I get inspiration and I get like advice and from a lot of, other people and sometimes some of them I don't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know who I am. I know who I am. But uh a lot of it is like so when I was on ten, you said judge you off of loyalty and accomplishments, you know what I'm saying? Like if you can accomplish what you do and still be the same person as who you are, you know what I'm saying? I I really respect that. Mm, respect that mm, for real. Mm. On some on the topic of advice, I was just thinking of how like I've been given advice throughout yeah. the years, yeah. uh-huh. and sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, that's good advice," but I do the complete opposite, yeah. right? And then I realize, yeah. "Oh shit, 
there was truth to that advice. Facts. Right? Especially when it comes from like my older brother. And then even the older I get, I'm like, damn, my mama was correct on so, on a lot of the advice she'd be given. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, I see, I see the wisdom. You yeah. know? And sometimes it's almost like yeah, uh, I don't. I wish it didn't require it, but uh-huh. sometimes it's required me to fuck up on my own. Yeah, and then be like, "Oh shit, that was that was correct. That was correct." Facts. Right. On that tip, though, about like you getting advice um, on what you want to do, uh-huh. right, and achieving your things, right. Where do you see yourself going with, especially yeah. in the topic of music and, and the work that you're doing? Yeah. So, in terms of music, right now. It's like I'm trying to. I'm in the process of making this. Um, this project is called Stop Watering Dead Plants. So, I, oh yeah, yeah. shit, so I'm wearing you the got shirt your right. shirt already. Yeah, I'm, wearing the, I'm wearing the shirt. You got the merch already. Stop watering them dead, plants. Dead plants. Oh, dead plants. Dead plants. Okay. So I have a mentor. Um, it's my sister. I call it my sister, my big sister, um, Jenny Flower. <laughs> I'm gonna just drop her name. Fuck it. Wait, blood sister? No, nah, it's no. not my blood sister, okay. but um. When I was in Spotify, she, I actually met her when I was um, at Spotify. And um, Oh, you were working at Spotify for a minute? Yeah, I was a Spotify artist through a, a, another program called Mew and Music and Arts mm. um, program. Um, but I was over there and we were running like studio sessions and stuff and curriculum over there at Spotify. So I had the blessings mm. to do all those kind of things, man, which is crazy, bro. Like, I can't even believe it to this day, bro, like the opportunity that got put in front of me. And I just seized it, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I learned from these mentors, you know what I'm saying? And like the adults uh, who are successful with it, who told me to just like, yo, fuck it, do it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, my sister, I remember I had dinner with her and and this quote really resonated with me. She was like, because she's very successful in what she does, you know? And what she told me was, you just got to stop watering dead plants. Like the, the people who don't want to grow with you or grow around you, you know what I'm saying? Um, are the people that you you know what I'm saying? It's like cutting dead weeds. You yeah. feel me? It's just it's just a burden. So it wasn't. I took it to a, a to another level where it was like I got to stop doing the habits that I'm doing in order to, for me not to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like I was doing some like stuff that I shouldn't like all these other bad habits where I'm like that that were taking me to a re- like a wrong direction. So I took it to I took it to that level where I stopped watering dead plants and a lot of it is just like me growing as a even an artist, you know what I'm saying? And how I grew as an artist and my last name is Water, so you know what I'm saying? Like it, it took a lot to like, you know what I'm saying? It really just like came together. Wait, what's your what's your actual last name? Water? Too big. Too big. No, like actually? Yeah. Damn. That's my actual last so name. So your actual full legal name is Zaldi Tubig. That's a fucking stage name from Zaldi the job, bro. That's what I'm saying. See, that's what I'm saying. I got blessed. I, I really got blessed, bro. Like, I, I I used to never like my name, bro. Really? I, I used to hate my name because oh. I used to get made fun of like all the time. Got bullied and shit just because really? from, of my from name. the last name? Zaldi Baldi. I get everything. Zaldi too Baldi. big. Your belly's too big. <laughs> but guess what, bro? I learned how to fight throughout yeah, those years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, so, what the fuck? I was going to ask you, like, how you got your stage name of Zaldi Too Big. I yeah. thought that was, when I first saw that, Dos Grandes. Dos Grandes. Right? I thought that was, I was like, oh, that's a good stage name. But that's your uh-huh. actual family name. That's my family name. Word. Yes, sir. 
Yes, oh, sir. Oh shit! I've never met a too big, too bro. Big, yeah. Damn. So my last name, yeah. So it's water. Yeah. So it that's where you're getting this idea of stop watering dead, dead plants. Okay. Cause man, that's why you see me Zaldi too big two drinks. No Zaldi two Sancho, drinks. <laughs> you feel me? But it's making sense for me though. You know what I'm saying? Like throughout my life and and going traveling, going to Japan, going to London, Philippines. Yeah, you just performed in London. Yeah, right? I, I just performed in London, and it was just like, and I sold out in these shirts, and people like the message uh, resonates with p- people. You know what uh, I'm saying? So. My biggest thing is like when I make music, is people gonna fuck with it uh. because it's on the tip of me telling my story. It's on the tip of me like making music for me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I share it, people love it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I, which I hope they do. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. When you make music, where's your yeah. mindset when you're in the studio, right? Like, do you think about the receptivity of the music? Or do yeah. you focus on, like, what you fuck with? Yeah. Like, what's, where, where's yeah. that mindset? Or there's there a balance when you do that? What's your Ooh. studio mentality? That's a good question, bro. That. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So my studio mentality, man, to be honest, is like what I'm feeling at while I'm in the studio. Uh. At like, the time. At the time. So I was in after hours like the other day, man. We made a slapping track and it was just how we was feeling. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I was watching like a the baby interview and he was like, just fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? This dude went to South by Southwest in a diaper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just fucking do it. Like when I do my dance moves yeah. on stage, I don't plan none of that. Like I don't just be like, oh I this this line, I'm about to do this dance move. I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just do a dance move because I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hella weird, but yeah. I love it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it resonates. But also, like, when I'm in the studio, it's more like, so I, I, what I realize is like, I spend so much time to try to make sure every, I used to, I used to spend so much time trying to, trying to do everything perfect. Like, this 16 bar has to, has to be the best fucking. 16 that Pulitzer I wrote Prize winning yeah. Yeah, yeah But then I have Most of my best verses When I said fuck it I'm just gonna write a verse And try to be funny Yeah yeah, yeah. Or I just like yeah. You know what I'm saying and, Cause that's how I'm feeling Yeah Or I'm like Turned up And I'm like Okay boom Let me freestyle this Yeah Like a lot of the songs That are on, on Stop Watering Dead Plants Were songs like That I Was playing around And I started freestyling And I was like I love this yeah. Let me start Really hashing it out And just be like Boo, 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 this is what I want to say on this part blah 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 yeah, and yeah. it was just like that's kind of like my mentality now it's more like I'm just gonna make music that 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 I like you know what I'm saying and that is really like means something to me because like those and also have a message it has to have, have at least a message in it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. hopefully to mm. some people you know even the turn up songs even the turn up song there's a message in your turn up song yeah mm-hmm. I could consider like in no time a, a, a turn up song you feel me um but that's like, you know, a lot of that stuff is like Brody Hoda Fody like it's full time. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of that stuff is like stuff that that my family's still in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or like mm-hmm. or the people I know around me are still in. I'm still in it. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't hash away, but I hopefully when you hear this song, you know what I'm saying? It 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 means something to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Damn, Brody, hold a Brody, like it's full, full time. Uh, 40, Bro, I yeah. get a headache after two beers now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm on that wine shit. I can only fuck with wine now, bro. Yeah. I'm not. T- 
I'm actually not talking about like the 40 ounce. Oh, I'm talking about, uh, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, like yeah. a 40 Glock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. uh, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought of the other 40. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but the, the, yeah, the idea of that was just like, I have like a lot of nephews, like, that, that are like caught up in the game right uh, now. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Um, out in uh, SF is it as, you know in everywhere SF, in like the Bay Pittsburgh yeah, yeah, yeah Pittsburgh the Bay and it's like it's up to me to like kind of like they looked up to me as a role model so when they heard my music it was like yo you the truth bro like yeah. so if I can make this song is actually for them yeah. and for all like you know what I'm saying and it's like and for my cuz and stuff like that cause we did a lot you know Do you it's feel, been a rough year for us do you feel like it's still a prevalent thing in the community, Filipino community, like like running the game and yeah. being caught up in that. Like, or uh, has it transitioned from like the gang banging of early two thousands, late nineties? Yeah. Like, and do you see like what is your where do you stand on that message? Like, yeah. are you trying to advocate for them to find other avenues or run the game if it's yeah. if they have to? Like, what's what's your like what's your vibe right now with that? Man, what the OG told me <laughs> was that it's not about the banging no more. It's about how how can you get the money? You know what I'm saying? If the motive was money in the in the start, why did we lo lose a lot of people through through killing them? You know, killing each other. You feel me? Um, so good thing you asked that question, man. Because when I went to the Philippines um, in Masanto, we were hanging out with the deportees. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they're deported because of gang violence. You feel oh, me? from here and from they're here. back in the Philippines. They're back in the Philippines, and mm -hmm. they can't come here anymore. And they 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 hit me with a lot of game because you know what I'm saying they talking like they from OG Frisco, like real, like man, like, you know what I'm saying, like real tough and like people who did 30 years, man, in jail and got deported. You know what I'm saying? Did a lot of this stuff, man. Um, they were just telling me like, yo, just don't fuck up, don't go to like if. You, <laughs> like coming from like an OG and them telling you, hey, don't just, don't fuck up, bro. I make $3 a day mm. here. Mm. You make that walking down the street over mm. there. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's the life you like, and I know I'm not, it's like, it's not the idea of getting deported, but it's the idea of like, you know, losing your sanity. You see stuff in the in the news now. You know what I'm saying? People doing some shit and like shit go wrong and. All this other stuff. If I'm gonna do it, do it. I'm gonna do it right. Mm, Basically, mm, what it is. Mm, mm, That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. And you be putting that in your songs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate you like spinning that game too. Like, yeah. Uh, because I, I mean, man, when you think about just the idea of being deported. Yeah. Like 30 years and then getting mm. deported even after that. And yeah. that's a phenomenon, not just Philippines. There's yeah. a lot of Cambodian, uh, Tongans. Folks, Tongan, Laotian, yeah, Tongan deportees, Samoans, yeah. like, and then having to go back and transition back to uh, those areas, but yeah. then that's not their home, home, yeah. right? Facts. Like, they, they have to relearn this whole process of like, and there's still, there's now a stigma associated Facts. with them, right? Just because of, oh, you're deported. And then, mm -hmm. like, a lot of mental health issues now come up with that because, Facts. like, where, where's their home, right? So, like, I do, I do appreciate you sharing that. And, yeah. 
I think it's important that we'll hear more of that message. Yeah, when will we see uh, Stop man. Watering Dead Plants come out? I was just talking to Nico like earlier today, man, about uh-huh. like we just got to solidify. We, we've been making a lot of music. And we just got to solidify what we really want on the project. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's really up to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been make I made songs with Nico that, damn, you're not gonna hear you you're not gonna hear it. You know what I'm uh, saying? Just because we've just been in the lab so much and just been like, like it was like, where you feeling that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm weird when it comes to music. If I'm feeling it, like, let's let it go. So you got a lot of songs that you won't release. Um, Man, I got a hard drive of like songs I didn't release from back in the day. Uh. But it, it was all practice though. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely like, or maybe I use, you know what I'm saying? It, it's all about making the craft better than anything. You ain't gonna do a Kendrick Lamar <laughs> Untitled uh, out with all the unreleased, bro? Damn near shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's in the stars, man. Definitely. That is what's mainly when I hear, yeah. uh, when I talk to uh, other musicians that are deep in their craft, like mm. some have had a, like a catalog yeah. of unreleased shit, yeah, right? Facts. Just like a catalog of like, Yo, okay, okay, put in the work, but they, they're very intentional mm. about what they release Definitely. and when and everything like that, Definitely. right? How do you approach uh, collaboration? Because now yeah. it sounds like uh, you be work, you are building a lot with Nico yeah. and the work there. Like, yeah. how do you approach, like, the creative process with other people? Because sometimes it's also very different from person to person, and then yeah. sometimes actually it's like... Um, a clash right yeah. with creative minds but other times it's it, yeah. it it's like chemistry Definitely. right so what's your uh, mindset when you go into studio when Ooh. you collab and all that definitely um you know what it is i gotta hang out with you be in the studio and see you know what i'm saying if it's like if it's like a a good flowing you know what i'm saying for example like i don't know like when it comes to ver- features and stuff, like people could always send like the stuff, and like I could always get on it or whatever, not even knowing the person fully or being in the studio with it. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to like features that I really resonate with, like for example, like D One, right? I'm in the studio with this guy. You know what I'm saying? We're we're hanging. We're going to Jolly B, getting a C two. You know what I'm saying? C two, <laughs> bro. Tell me, I just came back from Jolly B last night. Why that shit hit home? A Jolly hot dog and you know? a fucking two piece chicken with spaghetti, bro. Oh my god! I didn't even pull out of the parking lot. The Jolly hot dog was done. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? But that's like you know, it's like those like little things, man. With yeah. the homies, bro. Yeah. It's just like made it make it even better. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? saying like and it just makes you want to be better and like with nico when i first got first linked up with nico he hit me in the dm he said it's about time we make music bro i was like i took my i took my ass to bart went to union (laughs) city bro Uh, go to kicked it kicked it in his crib uh, first uh, time meeting him he invited me to his house which is crazy damn damn so ever since then that's family um that's yeah oh what are you gonna say but that's how like like the collabs that i like that's you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how, how it starts. Uh, what, um, uh, what's this called? Well, bl- bro, my my mind just blanked. Bro, I'm like... I, I had, 
I had something. I had. Uh, I think that's that transition where my mind was like, "Stop talking, motherfucker," and have him perform <laughs> another song. Because we got we got on this uh, tip of talking about music, yeah. might as well showcase the music instead of talking about it. <laughs> so I've got a track here, "Summertime Anthem." Oh yeah. All right. So I'm gonna play this and have you yeah. uh, bless the mic one more time. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. 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 With my summer love posted in the cup. Cause it's hard to spread love if you ain't build trust. If you talking about funds, let's have lunch. What you're proposing to me don't really add up. Hey, mess with Shorty cause she nice for what? Don't like a friendly female like a nice enough. She got career goals, better wipe it up Place that ass in that sundress, baby, fuck it up Big blues, oh yeah, I need big blues I'm trying to U-Haul ball, I'm making big moves Don't like your attitude or your issues Hit a big ooze and he slid through Big dog, what's a pimple to a shih tzu Big tris, passport, need more tattoos Why you cut them off, man, cause I had to Grande's doing big shit, no bathroom, too big I do this, Ruth Chris got two chicks Both strip, new this, ayy Had to chase a bag, no excuses Had to make a plan and execute it Still in the scraper out the window going stupid Still made music for the fact it's therapeutic, ayy Off of the but it made a movement Had to be careful who I move with, it's real though Alright yeah. So this verse, uh, I actually put this in just for like the shows and stuff. But shout out Miles, shout out Savage Mind, shout out to Nico. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I got you. Hey, hey. Go. Hey, I'm back home. This studio be my backbone. My little black book contains all of my darkest poems. I'm dreaming lucid somehow, refused it with realest form. Competing with demons who scheming on the newest norm. Like fuck opposition, just know who put you on. In this position to make you believe I'm rap's Al Capone. They're immune to what? Make you amused? Fuck at me in pockets to ooze. That green no mountain do I climb? Mountain lip is too, just to fight it out with Zeus. Left with a couple boozies till they pulled out the ooze like blow. Fuck it, even guys don't play fair. Mama said you better get a job, but don't stay here. More money, more problems, more stress, more gray hair. Feeling like I'm 50, all I wanted was a foot. Out here get filthy, you don't wanna step foot here. And finally here in 2019, like Happy New Year, I'm gone. Hey Damn bro, yeah. this one fucking bounces, yeah, bro. Yeah. Sheesh. Nico is a motherfucking Sheesh. goat. Man. Nico and his drums, bro. Yeah. Nico, bro. So who produced all this? Nico. Who's on this? Nico. Nico. And you were saying shout out Savage Mind. Did he go yes, on this? Savage too? Mind was on this. Um and then Miles. <laughs> Lauren Wong Lauren Wong was on oh. here Yeah What did he do? What did he play? Um, the- Lauren Wong he, was, he had the second verse mm. So it was me The first verse I was the second verse And then Savage was On the last um, Oh okay And then this is like A, a little remix for shows Yeah this was just oh, okay. like If they can't make it out You know what I'm saying This is <laughs> What Lord, I do I fuck with it You yeah. said my little black book Filled with my darkest poems, poems. Sheesh. I'm dreaming lucid and f- <laughs> you feel me? Sheesh. When you sit down <coughs> to write a verse, yeah. right? What's your process like? Do you sit down? Do you loop the beat? Do you record little snippets, re-listen, yeah. uh, pen and pad, phone? What, what's your what's the process like for yeah, you? Yeah, I'm usually in my notes, man. In That's why notes. my storage okay. is fucked up, man. <laughs> always get that storage notification. Like, I'll work to, for the notes. Yeah, yeah. You need you need more storage. 
but um damn you filling yeah. your stories with notes son man with even. notes y'all hear that yo y'all the rappers ain't writing unless you fill up your iCloud and notes Facts. not just pictures your notes fam fuck that's text that ain't pictures that's words that filling up gigabytes son Facts. Facts. so you on your phone when you yeah. write actually yeah. okay I'm on my phone just cause I have the worst handwriting ever bro <laughs> I promise you, man, I write chicken scratch, bro. Like, it's so ugly. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I write on my, I write on my phone, bro. I write on my phone, and a lot of the music that I like write is just, just like what I'm inspired by mm, in that mm. moment. And then you write with the music playing, some, or sometimes yeah. do you not? Do you write? Yeah, with the music playing. Yeah. I, I try not to think about it too much, you know what I'm saying? Because if I just try to think about it too much, it will never get done. But, um, Literally, like what I've been doing would be would be listening to beats on Bart, and mm. <laughs> or like while I'm commuting, you know what I'm saying while I'm driving somewhere or something like that, or while I'm and whatever whatever pops in my head would be just something that you know what I've been liking more of what I've been doing lately is that I've been just walking places. Uh, listening to beats to beats uh. that gets me kind of like going. I don't know what it is. Or like I'll see something, you will hear it incorporated in my thing, mm, like, mm. like that verse, like I'm back home, the studio be my backbone, my little black book contains all of my darkest poems. Mm. You feel me? I was listening to uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy mm. while, I, while I was like, and that was like one of oh, peep this, that was one of my poems that I wrote, that I put on a beat, like one of my last. So this was like that. That verse was from 2015. Which one? The second verse. Yeah. Oh, word! Yeah, so oh. that was a that was a poem that I that I wrote. See, you see how it sounds like raps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that was kind of like. Yeah. Oh damn! That was a throwback verse. That was a throwback, throwback verse, and nobody know. Yeah. yeah, that was like when I was really into being like, I was like, I thought I was like I was trying to compete with Kendrick Lamar. To be honest, uh, uh, you uh. feel me? Body for body, I was like. I thought this was going to eat him. If I ever see him, I was <laughs> if I ever see him, this was the verse I was going to spit. Hey, hey, hey. You feel At me? At least you're ready, bro. At yeah. least you're ready. When you said my beautiful d- d- uh, dark twisted fantasy, you yeah. referencing Kanye's album? Um, no, it was just like, you know, darkest poem. I was just like uh-huh. thinking of like but it was like the record was there. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then that's like how I pulled from it. Uh-huh. And I was writing this. I was writing this for a uh, I, f- I forgot what I w- it was. It was just some like some stuff that I, I think it was like for like a poetry slam or some shit. You uh, know what I'm saying? Uh, did you do, ever do youth speaks? Yo, I was that? supposed to. I was. I got a lot of friends, but um, I don't know. If it wasn't for me at the time. But you did a lot of spoken word. Yeah, I did a lot of spoken word. Oh, interesting. Not a lot, but I was always just like hella low key with it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like performing when it came. What's to spoken funny? Words. I don't know. If it was the circles I was with way back, but uh-huh. the, I remember, like I would be around people who loved hip hop, yeah, but would cap unspoken word, yeah. Until I came more so to the Bay, mm-hmm. and then a lot of the the folks that I be running with who love hip hop uh-huh. also have a background in spoken word. 
Like Facts. more so here than when I go to other spots. Like when I was down in LA, I remember a lot of, uh, at least my age, uh-huh. um, were, were all into like, uh, if we do the mainstream hip hop, right, right back when it was 50 Cent, Kanye going uh-huh. at their thing and all the releases. Yeah, they love hip hop and everybody was like, all right, poetry, yeah. right? But what's dope to hear and see, like a lot of the homies out here are deep in the poetry game too. And yeah. also hip hop, right? So you, we see like a different relationship yeah. with poetry for some reason out here in the Bay. Yeah, I feel like man, if you rap, you know how to write a poem, man. It's I, just, you know what I'm saying? I loved um, Kixi Siete. Have you Kixi, heard of yeah. him? And then his one of his Kixi pieces Siete. was rap. R.A.P. Uh, rhythm Assisted Poetry. Yeah. And that's what made me... I was like, word, that's, that's what facts. it is. Yeah. That's facts. For a homie like me who can't, who's really offbeat usually, yeah. when I have a loud instrumental with the drums, yeah. I can ride that shit. Facts. Right? Facts. And now I'm like, oh shit. And then especially if it has hi-hats, yeah. right? Just where it's consistent. Come like on. I can get off the beat, but it sounds like I'm on the beat because the uh, beat comes every single eighth note, bro. Yeah. 16. No, so it sounds like I'm on some jazz shit, <laughs> bro. Like, oh shit, that's the, that's the magic, bro. That's yeah. the magic rhythm assisted poetry. That's what it is, yeah, bro. It's like, I don't know. So, so when people told me my poems sound like raps, uh, uh. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna start rapping, yeah. But I yeah, feel like yeah. Tupac made it cool, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. keep it 100, and it's like, if you, if you. Took off if you took off the, the the beat from the from from the actual lyrics and you went up on stage at a spoken word thing and you said it, you know what I'm saying? I feel like people will take it as a poem, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there's a, a certain cadence. This, yes, yeah, yeah, different yeah, yeah. cadence, yeah, different yeah, yeah. cadence. For example, like a soliloquy, right? Is that that's a that's a poem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It follows yeah, a pattern. Yeah. Even Dr. Seuss type shit. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Seuss. You see that video yeah. of Migos um, rapping the come Dr. On. Seuss book and a schmack, bro? Yeah, come I on. was like, what the hell is this, bro? It sounded like if you put rest on. That's my case. You rest my <laughs> <laughs> No, you, you're right, bro. It's like. And it's though I think there's just a beautiful energy about yeah. the Bay Area, uh-huh. right? With its creative and appreciation uh-huh. for creativity. Like it is, it's like in the in the genes of the Bay Area now. Yeah. Like that just appreciates it, supports it, and then like and it's dope to see more so now that I'm getting older, and even seeing you as a case example where it's folks who are creative and then finding avenues to have jobs uh-huh. and to like even support and make money off it, even if it's not directly off the actual music yet, uh-huh. but. Uh, like working in in capacities that um, utilize that creativity, Definitely. right? Do you see yourself like doing doing the music professionally and touring and yeah. like jumping into that one hundred? Yes, yeah, I definitely am. I yeah. definitely am. In terms of like music, like that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? Touring, doing it professionally, but I also want it to be an introduction to different avenues. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Best believe if when I if if I, when I once I make it to that platform, it's not going to be only rap from here. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be more. How can we how can we do it bigger and how can we do it better and how can we also, you know what I'm saying? Be a part of stuff that you always wanted to be a part of. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Like aside from like music, like I really like like. Fa- I'm not gonna say fashion, mm-hmm. but you know, 
I like design. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the aesthetics of things. Aesthetics uh-huh. of things and like how stuff like is put and placed and the idea of like how did you of innovation. I love innovation, bro. Like how mm-hmm. how stuff is like you take a simple thing and, and make it better. But yeah. Wait, so we didn't get a date for the <laughs> so there's no date yet. It's not no there's date. No, there's, there's no, no date, date but very soon. That's, very that's, soon. That's, that's, that's yeah. Ooh, that's cryptic. Very soon. Yeah. All right. In the next year? Um, hopefully. Okay. Maybe even this year, man. Maybe this sheesh. Damn near. I'm I'm I gotta talk to Nico about it. <laughs> we gonna... So Nico's like producing majority of it. Yeah, he's producing all the of whole it. thing. Yeah. Damn, and Nico, Nico, really nice with it. Like people don't understand how good Nico is, and I don't even think he 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 knows it. He knows it, but he but like he's so, he's so humble. About he's so it. humble, bro. So like humble about it. He's like me as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to be like, I fucking gassed you on this track. Or stuff like that, like, cause I honestly don't think that, like, yeah. If if you make a dope ass song, bro, like, I pre like even when D one hopped on ten, that song ten, I'm like, bro, you made this song ten times much better, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm very appreciative and grateful, and that's how 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 Nico is too, mm. very appreciative, grateful, and very like family oriented. So, and I love that. And that's that's what what your team got to consist of, for uh, sure, for sure. Uh. Yeah, so you don't I actually notice you don't really go into that hip hop bravado yeah. that much, you know, or like the boom bap stuff and like, what do you mean? The bro, you know, the hip hop bravado of yeah. like, uh, like I am the best, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like because I mean, because arguably that's still part of the hip hop world and yeah. culture right there's a little a level of that stunt in and people uh yeah. throwing that in some of the verses yeah. right but from what i noticed from your tracks there's a lot more of the element of storytelling yeah and wisecracks Wise, I, yeah. i would like to say that your yeah, yeah. wordplay uh-huh. you know how some people use wordplay for stunting uh-huh. right and it's cool to listen right uh-huh. uh, but then your wordplay Focuses like a lot a, on wisecracks yeah, and like it's funny, like, it's funny shit, yeah. right? It's funny shit. I appreciate that. And you're like, oh, I see, I see, I see. <laughs> oh right? shit! See, I'm a funny ass guy, bro. I hit my mouth on it. <laughs> oh, it turned off too. Check the, check the switch. See, I told you, bro. I do some hilarious, bro. Like, if you with me in a stool or something, bro, uh, like. We can get we can get stuff done because we just joking around. around. Nah, just playing. We we get we get we get serious, but like we like throwing that humor into, yeah, love, the, into your tracks into your verses. I think I'm funny as fuck. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Sometimes, bro, like I don't like to toot my own horn, but yeah, that's yeah. something I won't be humble about. It's, it's like, your humor. It's, it's your funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> man. You gotta embrace it, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm right? saying? I just love laughing, bro. I just love laughing. Dude, it, it heals the heart. It's a medicine, yeah. It heals the heart. Like, sometimes, bro, I'd be at home and I make myself laugh. Facts. Just off some stupid tweet that I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no one likes it, but I find it so fucking funny. Right? And I'm just laughing at my own shit. <laughs> and like, ha ha ha. <laughs> and it heals the soul. Sometimes you need that, bro. Bro, listen to like, Majority of my tracks with Nico, bro, I'm laughing in the beginning. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm on 10, I'm laughing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why, bro. It's just, we'll, like, being, me and Nico do this thing where, like, bro, we'll be like, we have our, like, little inside jokes, but when I'm recording, he'll, I don't know why he, like, one time he told me a funny ass joke, bro. I can't stop laughing, bro. I'm <laughs> like, come on. I'm trying to be serious right now. Get, in, get this in, but 
it's like but I love the atmosphere you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah, like I feel like yeah, jokes yeah. Aside from smoking a joint with somebody, I feel like cracking jokes is probably like the next best yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's natural. It's yeah. Like even when I visit different countries and yeah. I don't know the language yeah. and somehow I make them laugh, uh -huh. like it's a connection and I fucking right. love that. I'm like, oh, cause you it's like a very it's just natural. Yeah. It's just a human, like biological type thing of maybe that's how we really bonded Facts. back in the day. Like uh, not the, the layers of language, yeah, right. you can get into other things, but then that humor is like just community bonding. Facts. And that's why I appreciate I think there is like a a magic with actual naturally funny people yeah. and like you bro you know that whole uh uh marie kondo type sparking joy type yeah. shit right yeah, yeah, yeah. i started doing that here at home i yeah. went through all my clothes i was like oh and i i loved i love it now because yeah. i'm like i realize how much shit i'm holding on to yeah that i don't even care about all these books like i was yeah. like oh shit I, i've read this i don't yeah. it doesn't spark joy whatever right yeah and then it made me think like all right who are the people that actually spark joy in my life too, yeah. right? I was like, oh, it's the funny motherfuckers. <laughs> and when I'm around them, it's like, I just feel like, yo, I feel fucking hype just being around you, right? Some of the folks that I see like at Undiscovered and yeah. when I see them, I start dapping them and I give them a yeah. hug and I just feel happier Facts. being around them, right? And it makes me think of that stop watering dead, dead plants. plants. How yeah. there are some people that for some reason I... I I, I have this thing of like, oh, I have to maintain a relationship with them, but I, hey. but I don't really feel that hype or like great around them. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, uh, you just said the realest thing ever, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, like for I some reason, I just wanted to say right? that to you. Yeah, yeah. You, that's truth. That's really truth. There's, 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 there's a yeah. pressure for some reason. Like, oh, I have to maintain this yeah. relationship. Maybe social pressure, yeah. social circle pressure, something. Mm. But then you don't feel good around them. Facts. It's just like, okay, what's up, man? All right, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like amicable. You're like yeah. all right with them. But it's not like the. But other people, when you see them, you're like, what's up, man? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, even if mm. you haven't seen them for a while, you Facts. don't know what's up with them. You're just like, hey, yeah. and those. Those are the ones you should water the fuck out yeah. of those plants, right? Facts. And sometimes you kind of take it for granted uh -huh. because it's so good you forget to water it because it's just such a, it's like, great. It's like, okay, cool. <sighs> And then maybe you're just drawn to like, I have to make this other relationship yeah. like blossom even if it's not fucking worth watering. That's right? real. That's, Sheesh! That you I, just dissected it. That's why I want to hear that album come yeah. out. Let me see what other yeah. wisdom you be dropping on those yeah. tracks, it's bro. Gonna be, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Hook, Nico, come on! We need your approval. <laughs> Nico, get the shit out, fam, <laughs> bro. Because whenever I listen yeah. to his productions too, it bounces. Bam. It bounces, yeah. and I think it's a great connection between the two of you. Because I remember mm -hmm. this is a vivid memory for me. 2016 mentality flow yeah. up in Soma Street Foods you performed uh -huh. and bro I was bouncing when you performed bro I remember that Man. like literally there was a there's a bounce to your flow yeah. too I think that's the good part where uh, when you were saying if you do your tracks a cappella yeah. it'll still bounce because honestly not everyone's like that some of my tracks if I try to do my rap a cappella uh -huh. it don't really sound that bouncy right uh -huh. I need the the Uh, rap assisted poetry yeah. right the rhythm behind it 
it, but for you, you've really locked in your groove. There yeah. you go. That's Appreciate what I'll say. That. You've locked in your groove that it complements the bounds of a good instrumental too uh-huh. with Nico. Oh yeah. So in that, uh, off that note, uh-huh. let me get you to do your last verse on this uh, instrumental that uh-huh. we got. Shout out is from my uh, produced by my homie Drip Gold from um, L.A. But you're gonna do a little verse over I'll do it. I'll do verse. But can I use the verse for, for the what? The what? Yeah, let's my bad, go. My bad, bro. All good. All good. You gotta do what you gotta do. No, no worries, man. That Zaldi two drinks. Okay. We back. We back. We back. Let's have you drop this verse on right. this uh, Drip Gold track. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I said get the poppin' geese, get the flyin' Plotting on this bigger picture, I can see them ease Dropping negative energy Baby, I be detoxing Big Bank Uchis in the shoebox, how I'm restocking Uh, this that drip, this that Zaldi water Mommy, take a sip, I made a list Of the people who gon' hate me when I'm rich My little sis, in my line, she got that merchandise she bit. I don't wear that shit, I spent about a thousand on a fit I got loyalty, got sucker free stuck in my DNA Run my check, I got a credit union chasing B of A Anyway, I don't sleep Till my team eat like a buffet uh. Lobster selling champagne Door dash to where I stay I'm a Frisco baby California medicated Got a girl so bad And she's so sophisticated And my circle so small And it can't be infiltrated I ain't make it Till my mama said I made it Real shit boy Shoot Fuck Let's see if I got something else Hey, uh. hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Zaldi too big. I'ma just do this from another rap. Zaldi water. Hey, get your mind right. I'm ahead, no police. I mean police. Stop me, I got rights. Need a vaccine. Enemies turn parasites. It was me and geese. We hungry, got appetite. Hey, get it, get it. For the dressing, I spent some lettuce. My flow athletic. I'm trying to score just like my credit. It's percentage. I took a risk and made investments. Told my mama we finna get it, so no more stressing. Ooh. I said get the poppin', what it do? Ay, stick that big band, color blue Ay, keep your circle small, trust a few Ay, get that W, never lose Like stop, drop, and get the guap Ay, keep it together like dreadlocks Ay, chase that cream, no hook shot Chop, chop, chase that chicken till the wings stop Ay, I'm gonna do another verse for Hey, let's go, let's go Ay, Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you Sheesh. saying I'm freestyling all this, you Sheesh. know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, hold up, hold up, I got you. We got, we got uh, Zazaldi two hey, drinks. Hey, 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 got you right here, look. Hey. Team no sleep, why these haters doing slumber parties? Crazy agent who be sauced up, I'm dipped in teriyaki. I put yeah. the bucks, if boy need this Milwaukee. If it get popping here, I stay off the walkie talkie. Told him if water getting paid, that's a wave check. Cause I was fighting being poor arch nemesis. And now my team getting strong, we need a membership. A couple bands for the times they abandoned shit. Home of the candlestick, I had to keep the candles lit. Like why they hating on me, I can see them Evelyn. Zaldi too big. Hey, fuck it. Zaldi water coming with the three you know, verses. Stumbling. 
Question: Why did you change yeah. um, from yeah. uh, Zaldi too big to Zaldi to Zaldi Water? You know where it stemmed from? It, it was from me going to the Philippines. To be honest, no. Uh. I wanted to be that, like, yo, Zaldi too big. That's y'all. That's for you. It's for the Philip. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to take my name, and I didn't want to like just mix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of like culturally, you feel me? Like the too big it was is, is a is a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though my last name is too big, you know what I'm saying? But it was like water. Like, I love the whole idea of it being in Tagalog, and you know what I'm saying? And like. It's it's a cultural thing, you feel me? But when it came to Zaldi Water, this is like stuff that, yo, it's like I'm about business as an artist, you feel me? Hmm. Um, but when it comes to Zaldi Tubi, this is me as a human being too, you know what mm. I'm saying? So, um, I it, it was just like a spur of the moment thing. Um, um, so are you, know you saying, saying are you saying that? At, spurred on by the trip to the Philippines, yeah. that you want to keep that like that Zaldi too big which is your actual real name, name like more so tied to, to that my, aspect, to my roots yeah. to your roots but then, then the stage name of Zaldi water, water it's kind of like it's kind of like the rebirth of you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. of like me as like really going in and investing the time as an artist aside from like you know what I'm saying I don't want like when I go to the Philippines everybody think of me as a star and I can't walk through Masanto, mm. you know what I'm saying? Interesting. You you feel me? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still want to be at my family house over there, chilling without all the extra stuff. Uh. But also, you know what I'm saying? Zaldi water is something that it's like for I, I got and I I kind of got it from Pharrell too. You know what I'm saying? You get Pharrell Williams. You know what I'm saying? Then you get like Neptunes and shit. You know, even though it's like a group, but he he does that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, a kind of this intentional. Artists building yeah. like that, like creating, creating another hub, another space yeah. for you as, as an artist, as an artist, which is still rooted in you as a person. Yeah. But you want to have like this delineation, like yeah. between those two, and still have that Zadi too big as a home, like yeah. that's still authentically you. It's just like focuses, you know what I'm saying? Okay. How can I focus this in, into each craft? Like Zadi Water is focused on everything that has to do with music. Zaldi Tubig is focused on everything that has to do with me culturally. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, okay, okay, I feel you, it. You know what I'm saying? And then Lumpia Van Draws, my alien. <laughs> <laughs> say that again, say that again, what? <laughs> Lumpia Van Draws. You Damn, know? Lumpia Van Draws, you know bro. That shit gonna have some flame ass RB <laughs> shit, fam. <laughs> it's a shit we just experimented shit, with. You know what I'm saying? We, use, <laughs> we be just playing around, Eat bro. Eat some lumpia with yeah. my father again. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like, you know, it's like, it's just names. It's just names. Word, At the end of the day, I'm. I'm one human being. I'm one. I'm one person, but uh, I just love the different avenues, bro. Like it's like I don't say that I got it from these people, but you know, it's like uh, you get Travis Scott and then Cactus Jack. You know what I'm saying and stuff like that. I, I want like the stuff that I make in pertaining to to what what's happening to be solidified through these. You know what I'm saying. So if if you hear my music, I'm Slav Zaldi Waters. You know me as a person. I'm Zaldi too big. You know what I'm mm, saying mm. to you. Um, and then when it comes to all my singing shit, I'm Lumpia Van Jordan. <laughs> so. 
I need to hear the tra- when's the track coming out for Lumpia oh, Vandros no. we got something coming, coming next week bro it's gonna be hella next funny, week bro. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be so funny bro you're gonna be like what the fuck okay okay and just being released as Lumpia Vandros hopefully okay. I'm, I might change it but shit no I'm, I'm gonna, to, I'll, I'll I fuck love with Lumpia Vandros Lumpia Vandros my shit you know how many times Filipinos uh, sing dance with my father again bro <laughs> facts you need to keep that Lumpia Vandros <laughs> let me co-sign that bro <laughs> That's on point. That's on <laughs> point, man. As long as you grow out some jerry curls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the perm that all the yeah. Filipinos get, man. I know. The Filipinos be on their perm right all that now, perm bro. Shit, man. Damn. I'm going to have to keep it short and <laughs> simple. Damn. I seen this tweet like that says that Filipino boys mm-hmm. get a perm and think they all this shit <laughs> or think they ain't no fuck boy. <laughs> Facts. There's a lot of people in Delhi City that got perms, bro. I'm Dude, like, I'm like... What? I was like, what, what the fuck? Are we all that curly-haired now? Man, I, like, I thought he was ooze. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was, I thought he was ooze, bro. Like, every time I see a Filipino, I think they Samoan, bro. Like, Damn. come on. Go to Westmore, you'll see all that, bro. <laughs> a, a Jerry Curl perm <laughs> with a ukulele, bro. Damn. But they can sing. Yeah, so they throws you for a loop. Like, you, okay, okay, you got Damn. your skills, but I don't know without the, the about that perm. But, yeah. And your fatty I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking. Him. I'm not knocking hey, him. Hey, you got you. the style. You got the style, do man. You. You they got to rep the beanie, the glasses, <laughs> the fanny pack, the curls, yeah. and um, a little, the folded up pants, uh, folded up tapered uh, right wait. there to show, you got to show the ankle bone. The ankle. I think that's the the, the skin, you In know, the way. ankle bone. Yeah. Once you got that, I think that's, that's key right Taylor. now. That's key. Taylor, that's the ankle. I said free the ankle, free the ankle, free the ankle. For sure, man. Um, uh, I actually like coming to uh, transition towards the end. Uh-huh. I like asking folks, yeah. um, little to be reflective since you shared already your history uh-huh. about growing up uh, SF Sixth Street, yeah. the ups and downs, mm-hmm. right? Um, what would be three pieces of advice that you would give to young to your younger self or to youth who be going through similar experiences as you? Right, mm-hmm. as you did, right? Whether that is the one who's been getting in trouble in the yeah. middle school, high school, mm-hmm. right? Uh, who's not fitted into the classroom mm-hmm. mold, the one who's gone through like 18, 19, going yeah. on their own, trying to find what it is to be a man, uh-huh. right? But then like having to learn those lessons. And then even the ones who's trying to release their first mixtape at yeah. 19, 20, and then learning the game throughout the years, right? Facts. What are like uh, three pieces of advice that you, you would give my younger self? Yeah, give to your younger Ooh, self. This is hard. But I think one, one is just to shut up and just do it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's. I was doing stuff, but it wasn't, I wasn't doing it to the maximum. It's like, do that. It's like when you work out, right? And you're really just trying to push and try to get, get the bar up. You know what I'm saying? Me, I, I, I would tell my better self is get that bar up. You know what I'm saying? Get that, just do it. Because there's a lot of opportunities and you never know what's, what can happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people fear reje- rejection or some people fear like it's not going to happen or I don't know. But it's like if I knew, if I would have knew, <laughs> if I tried, you know what I'm saying? It would have been better than me mm-hmm. not even, not even like doing it at all. 
And it's funny because like some of those opportunities double backed on me, you know what I'm saying? And then I started doing it and now it's like the bigger, like me being in London, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It's, it's not like the opportunity was there back in the day, but the whole idea of like shut up and doing it, like I hosted the event in London in front of 5,000 people, you know what I'm saying? And if I didn't shut up and just do it, like I wouldn't have all these connections and networks and now they want want me to do some stuff for for the next time around so you know mm, it just mm. opens it broadens up your mind and broadens up your experience broadens my bad it elevates mm. your experience and then you feel so invincible like focusing on the action yeah and just doing it and doing it yeah so that'll be one two i would say read more man mm. back in the day like i thought books was was whatever you know mm. what i'm saying like i'll read the book in school like one of the very few who would you know <laughs> but it was just like whatever I didn't really get messages from the music and like learning now is like education is a big thing man mm. you know what I'm saying so you actively like go on your reading game now like a um, little bit more not as much as I should oh. but if I would have done it back in the day I think I'll be an avid reader you mm. know what I'm saying mm, 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 mm. Um, and that's what I what I hate because I'm like I could do all this stuff and be in the studio but I can't make time to read you know what I'm saying and I feel like um, reading, it kind of alleviates the idea of like, if you know how, you're blessed to know how to read, but you know, if you want to further your education, read the words. You feel me? Mm. <laughs> you, you feel? I don't know. That and exercising more. I should have exercised more when I was back in the gym. <laughs> I would have been buff as hell like you, man. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know what the third thing, the third thing, um, Learn how to invest. Like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. A lot of the stuff is like, if my mom or me would have knew back in the day that buying a house was so cheap, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't fight the battle of getting evicted or, or fight the battle of, of one day losing our home. Mm, mm. You know? And I feel like that, and that's not only for me. I, I wish it was for all the Filipinos who came to, Facts. came came to you know the Philippines Facts. from the Philippines. If they would have invested in, in in property out here. You would be invisible, not invisible, but it would be like it would be worth your while. Yep. Because I feel like my, that's like one of my. It's not my. It's like I wish I was old enough to buy a house back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Or I wish I had the funds too. Yeah, yeah. And I wish somebody told told my family that hey, we can, we we can stay here if we buy this. You know. Word facts, man. That's yeah. been a wave I've been on recently mm-hmm. about financial literacy mm-hmm. and education. Definitely, like economic at. Ed- Education for the community Because bro Even out here at Daily City Right Like they wrote a book Pinoy Capital 33% Hella Filipinos Are moving out Because of What I've heard On some cases Just bad mortgages Even Facts Even if they Yeah they own the house But then it's on loans With bad interest rates And with the Rising cost of living It just gets too expensive Um, And they have these 30 year plus loans They do a refinance Reverse mortgage gets reset to another 30 years and not able to and now they have to move out to I'm not saying it's bad but now it's going back to Hercules yeah. uh, uh, Pinole but yeah. it's far right and now your 
kind of losing the Filipino community here yeah. because it's being economically pushed out because mm-hmm. we don't have that education of to think of investing yeah. like what you just said it's more of the the mentality of like alright let's let's get the bag now and then yeah, we're kind of good for now right yeah. you got your job your job everyone you pitch job? in yeah. we good right but it's on on the on relying on that job which yeah. is like a service job uh, not yeah. bad but it's still reliant on the employer rather than investing and Facts. real economic folks say liberation yeah right for our community for yeah. the communities right so word thanks for sharing that that's been yeah. on my mind especially nah. here day the city mad that's that's been a, a thing I've been thinking of for like years. Yeah, yeah. And like even when I was a kid, I was like trying to understand why we didn't have a house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if, like you said, like it, it was just the idea of, and I can't even blame anybody though. Yep, yep. It, it's just stuff that it was hard times. Especially you know? as immigrants. Yeah, as immigrants. Yeah, I can't blame nobody. It, you can't be mad at yeah. uh, because they weren't taught, yeah. right? They weren't exposed to it. It wasn't even taught too. It was ta- wasn't taught and it was like, other resources you know yep. what I'm saying that yep. was given was like my mom was working five jobs you know what I'm saying which was and I was there every single my mom got three hours of sleep every single day every single day she worked seven days a week three hours of sleep every single day and you know it gets to a point where you can't do it even though people think it's a lot of income it's not you know what I'm saying it she wasn't was the only one supporting those three kids three kids so that's why I was like if I I'm gonna get her a house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. off tops, and it's yeah. gonna be paid for. Yeah, and nobody could take it. You feel yeah. me? And that's yeah. that's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. All and four of y'all were in that studio. Yep. Sheesh. Yep. 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 Still to this day, you feel me? But uh, you know what I'm saying? But it was. I was talking to myself. I was like, I, I was never. I was mad at it so much when I was younger, bro. I was like angry. That like, damn, why well, I gotta live like this, bro? I, I was. I was even in the projects, and I got a. I had at least a bed. Not even a bed. It was on the flow like a mat. At least that. But I'm like here sleeping with the rats and roaches. I was so mad. But now, like I thought about it too. It's like I'm actually glad I went through that because right. nothing you could tell me, you know, could amount to the stuff that how it made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Like in uh, through like through the process. Like I can relate with you, but yo, I lived through those experiences. You know what I'm saying? And now, like anything that happens to me now, I. I, I can I can get through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what it feels to be on my last dollar. I know how it feels to sleep on the floor. I know how it feels to, you know what I'm saying? Not have a pops. You feel me? Um, and I know how it how it feels to like hustling, trying to pay rent. You feel me? It was a it was a thing. But that's why I, I feel like through that experience and even being where I'm from is like a blessing in its own. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a thing. And being in like in different projects and knowing that like people, you know, you, you get a lot of videos like, oh, I'm still in the project, blah blah blah. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, try, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be in the house, mm-hmm. pay for, <laughs> invested. Word. You feel me? You know, thanks for Real sharing money. that that narrative because what's important, I think, too, is to hear how you flip the experience and flip yeah. the narrative of like how you relate to that experience. Yeah. Now, I think that's that's very important because it can easily go into bitterness. Yeah. Uh, and even just 
other unhealthy coping mechanisms yeah. of that experience, Facts. right? But then you've shifted towards uh, not necessarily complacency because of it, uh-huh. but like, all right, acceptance that that's a situation, then mm-hmm. using it as kind of the starting point and knowing where you want to go from there, yeah. right? So yeah. I much appreciate that. And hopefully those who have similar experiences mm. or those struggles, right, mm. be, be encouraged, right? Oh, yeah. And to shift it towards that mentality, right? Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, how can uh, people get in touch with you? Um, do I just say my phone number over? <laughs> you could, why keep why can't I keep hitting myself with this mic? But anyway, um, social media, Zaldi Water. Um, my Twitter is actually still under Zaldi Too Big, but I might sw- I might switch that. But Zaldi Water, Z A L D Y Water. Then Water. Yep, Z A L D Y W A T E R. Um, also, I just drop stuff on on. Everywhere, every every platform, um, all streaming platforms, um, ten with my with my guy D one, hmm. um, so slap that um, and new and just keep updated. Definitely. Uh, how are you open to collabs? What is the process yeah. for people to uh, collab yeah. with you? Like, how are yeah. you in terms of uh, new in, folks reaching out and all? In terms of collab, yeah, like what what I love the most when I in terms of when I collab collab with people is if I if I listen to your music outside of people telling me hey slap my music you know what I'm saying if I listen to it on my own and I hear it and I love it and I'm like oh this is no doubt no 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 doubt I'm gonna make a song with you it, like t- um today actually my my boy hit me and was like hey man ha- happy birthday I'm hoping that one day I can get in the studio with you. And I told him, like, legitly, like, bro, like, I slap your music, bro, whenever. Vizzy, his name is Vizzy Masters. Vizzy. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Vizzy. But that was like, whenever. That's what D1. So, shout out to After Out. I'm, my bad. I'm doing hella. Shout no, out. No, you got it. I was going to yeah. ask you later, like, yeah. what are your shout outs, bro? Yeah, yeah. You have to. But, like, After Hours, man, like, shout out to Nico for introducing me to the whole After Hours family man what's after hours it's a uh it's a record it's, it's it's a it's a record label basically they got an llc but it's like a it's it's a studio in in union city mm. um they do amazing work out there everybody there is like the most everything from d1 we got your boy ray mad clever um zach you got you got temple ap like all of them are just like crazy MC, you got like crazy at what they do, like when it comes to video, graphic designing, making beats, um, audio producing, um, and recording and engineering. You know, it's just like a a, a big boiling pot of like real hitters, bro. Of mm-hmm. like who who are gonna make it, like no doubt about it. And the majority is Filipino too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And which is hella cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it just happened that way. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't. And then I got to meet like dope ass people like Miles, like Warren, Lo- Lo- Lauren Wong, and like Jesse, um, who I thought I was like, damn, I see y'all stuff and like people repost your stuff, but I'm like actually in the studio with y'all chilling. Mm, mm, it's mm, family. Mm. I'm, we over here eating Jollibee, either Jollibee or Chick. Uh, we don't really do the Chick Fil A anymore, <laughs> but uh, 
Popeye's chicken sandwiches. You, did you get your Popeye's Hell chicken no, sandwich? I haven't tried. I, I'm just like, fuck it. I always try to get the chicken sandwich at Jollibee because I'm like, man, you know, I'm just yeah, trying yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, they never have it, bro. At Jollibee? Never. Really? I'm, I'm about to go pull up to this Jollibee. Oh, down. yeah, I got one. The other yeah. It's all right. It's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. It's right. cool. It's cool. Uh, I wish <laughs> the bread was a little softer, like that Hawaiian bread yeah, yeah. level. But I, I, I'm still a Chicken Joy dude. Chicken like, Joy, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. fuck with the Chicken Joy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's still there. The word you've been connecting with them, and that's the vibe. Yeah, that, that's, the, um, that's definitely the vibe, bro. And, um, and literally, like, I made most like a lot of my good music over there too, bro. I just love IJ, like the the homie. I, like I met a lot of cool ass motherfuckers, bro, who are on the same page and oh and 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 do it just because and not for nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people you you want to keep around you, bro. Mm, like mm. Um, aside from that, I've been in, in situations where, bro, I was I felt like I wasn't heard. I felt like it wasn't like you know what I'm saying studios, bro. Like legit stuff, like. Legit places where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, mm. do you even fuck with my music? Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you fuck with me as a human being? Mm. But every time I'm there, it's always love. It's family. Stop watering dead, dead studios. Bro. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. facts. Damn, damn, what if water someone them. hits you up mm-hmm. and then you listen to their music yeah. and you don't fuck with it? But this dude be like, Yo, Yo man, I, I fuck with you. I want to collab <laughs> with you. Man. But then you listen to the music and you're like, mm. There's a price to pay. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, really, like, you know what's funny? When I, when I like, so somebody actually did that. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really, like, mess with their music, right? And it wasn't that I didn't mess with it. It was just like, bro, how you, like, Coming on it like that, and when I know you and see you in person, is is way it's like the exact opposite. You know huh. what I'm saying? I like I like valid like validation in in, in music sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, what do you mean in person? They wouldn't be supportive. The, or? No, just like what they were doing in music was way different from what they were oh, in yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, so okay, I was like, okay, you know, and and the conversation came about was like. What's your favorite song off of therapy? You know what I'm saying? Like, have you slapped therapy? They'll be like, damn, I, I fuck with your music, blah, 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 and stuff like that. I want to hit it. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, maybe even get on the phone with them where they, sometimes I didn't even pay them, pay no mind if like, it was just like out the random and people think they, they you owe them a verse. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Some this dude was coming out like that. So I was like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because he know my, he know my partner, but, and that that's my close homie. It don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? So what I do, I don't know. I don't know why this story got brought up. <laughs> but what I do Expose, expose. I'm not gonna expose nobody. <laughs> but what I do, man, it's just like, what's your favorite song off of therapy, man? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's your favorite verse? What what song? You know what I'm saying? What, it helps have, you, have you kind supported of, me. Yeah. It helps you like manage the vibe, like see where people yeah. really are at. And it really off comes off that. It sounds like that. Yeah. What you're saying really comes off that energy of like what the relationship look like. Yeah, because I'm a big advocate for it, like it being hand in hand. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm, mm. Like like listening to my song once is way different from hey, check out my boy, play this in your car like i have i have friends who used to uber and just play my whole mixtape mm, mm. you know what i'm saying mm. or like friends who like off the strength I, they see me drop something they they either repost it and like and that's why i was like 
or and you don't ask nothing from them nothing you know yep, yep. or or make no excuses why they wasn't at my show yep yep you know what i'm saying yep that's a, and that's a, and that's what I, I love it i love it. and that's the people like if then and if they ask me for a verse i got you word word, word. i got you word. anybody else like oh blah 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 and you know my big homie blah 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 and this and that and he they was like blah, blah, blah. you know what i'm saying and i don't really mess with the vibe what I was, what I taught when I was growing up, I could say no. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> no, mm. I don't want to mm. do it. Mm. Hello, mm. you feel me? <laughs> That's actually a lesson for a lot of people, mm. even me. Being to say yes no Yeah Yeah That's something that I feel like uh, I don't know if it's our generation A little yeah. bit Where like A lot of people wanna Water every plant yeah. There you go It's coming back To the fucking Stop I appreciate you man them. Because there's some truth you, to that That's hella right? truth yep. To be able Talk to learn it. To know how to say no Yeah Cause now, uh, a lot of people Maybe yeah. You know the Maybe I'll see yeah. Like that Like I'll let you know Right yeah. Just say no if just say want, no Just say no bro Right there, there, And then because It's like this desire Not to offend Or not yeah. to like Like you still want to be their you friend You tried just, but you didn't You yeah, know what I'm saying yeah, didn't yeah, go Yeah Just say no yeah. like, what's, what's wrong Like oh, Alright But it's something yeah. to learn How to do that Right yeah. So I appreciate that It's still hard for me Word, still, you know word, what I'm saying word, word, word. But it's like more like You could have yeah. said no to come bro yeah. You didn't have to come on that, the podcast no, no, that, That's bro. what I'm saying <laughs> But if it's like that's what I'm saying, like it was it was a mando. If I fuck with it uh, and I fuck with the, uh -huh. I watched. You know what I'm saying? I remember when Nico was here uh, and uh, I watched that whole motherfucker. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, that's why I was like, say less. I'm here. Word, word, that's word, my word. that's my motto. Say less, do more, bro. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Mr. Say less. Word, I, I, word, word, word. If I if it, if it's if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I was talking to this one girl yeah. and I was saying some stuff and she'd be <laughs> saying like, "Hey, say less." I was like, "Oh, huh? okay." <laughs> 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 are, we, are we gonna stop talking now? <laughs> that happens to me a lot, bro. Text messages. I was like, "Don't hit me with the one word <laughs> response no more." I just said, "Say less." That's my motto. You, know <laughs> you just said, "Say less." Yeah. I literally texted less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <facts. laughs> word. Do you have any uh, uh, last shout outs? Last yeah. shout outs. Last uh, messages for folks uh, that you want to call out or whatever. Yeah. Um. Shout out my mom. Shout out whole Sixth Street mom, Soma. Sixth Street. You know Soma. Um. It's not that I'm necessarily like really banging it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. more like, yo, it's a neighborhood. There's yeah, a history. History. You know, they people. taught me a lot. They yeah. taught me a lot. United Players. All the people who's doing community work, man. Uh, local bloco. <laughs> a local bloco. A lot What's of that? yeah. It's a. It's a. Um. It's like a Latinx like organization. Know, organization. Word, word. Um, shout out to my um, Philippine X uh, club. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like rambling now. My bad. But yo, shout out to After Hours. Shout out to everybody uh, over there in the Yoon that fuck with me. Um, Cause I'm from the city. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to. They didn't have to, but they really. Uh, I, I consider them as family for sure. Uh, Nico and his, all his family. Cause that's my they real ones. And yeah, to all the youth, man, just stay invested and stay strong. Um, and save your money. 
Save your money. <laughs> Save your money. Save that financial aid, yeah. son. Buy financial a book. literacy. <laughs> Buy a book. Buy a book. Motherfucking. <laughs> it's okay to crease yeah. your Jordans yeah. once in a while, bro. It's Fuck. height. <laughs> once you get to this Wear age, them. bro. <laughs> Wear them, bro. I'm 25 and I still have Jordans from when I was 16. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, bro? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can't even fit them no more. I don't fit a nine and... I don't fit a nine no more. Oh nine and a half. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Try to squeeze my feet in it. <laughs> Hell nah. Because it, it used to drop like 300 on bro, it. Bro, used to wait in lines for shoes. Stop waiting in line for shoes. 2020. Oh fuck it. If you, if you can't get them online or you can't get them walking into a store, don't buy them. Sheesh. On my mama. Sheesh. Don't buy them. Ooh, he's just calling out the shoe game. I don't know, bro. I think you just you just crossed the line there with some <laughs> folks, bro. But hey, if you really want them, stock X. Fuck Sheesh. If you really want them stock X or hey, go. I respect the ones who turn that into a business though. Oh yeah. They're oh, the yeah. ones who be waiting in line for the business three times right. resale sometimes, bro. Uh -huh. They got it's a billion dollar industry, the second hand market. Yeah. Is is like crack. I watched a documentary on how much millions are going through just the secondhand yeah. industry. Bro, it's, it's kind of mania. I don't fuck with it in terms of money. I don't yeah. Um, it's, I don't think it's the wisest investment, yeah. but for the ones who are flipping and doing it, damn. And really have like that market. Yeah. You know, start yeah. up the dudes at Archived. Yeah. Because yeah. oh my, my, my guys at Archived really be making moves. What's Archived? Like, is these, it like shoe, it's like a, shoe Yeah, you can, it's like a, con, it's not a consignment store, but you, they, they buy and sell. Oh, word, um, word. And it's a Bradley game. They, they, they raw as hell. Word, I fuck word, with them beasties. Word. It's my guy. But, um, yeah, man. Stay For cool. sure, man. Kiss. Make sure you you tell your mothers you love them. Ah, oh, one more time. Make sure you tell your mothers that you love them. Sheesh. I'm going to sample that, bro. I'm going to sample <laughs> that. Throw that on an album, bro. Man, That's some it's fucking a, wisdom. It's love, man. For sure. Love. For sure. Thanks for coming Leo on, Chris. brother. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you dropped some gems. And we're going to... I'm looking forward to seeing that album, hearing it. Nico, come on. Yeah. We need your approval. Nico. Nico, brother. Uh, come on. Bless us with those <laughs> drums, those instrumentals yeah. for another Zobdi Water project, bro. Hell yeah. I'm still stuck on Zoddy too big still, yeah, though. I'm still Zoddy. stuck on that. I love seeing... Dos Grandes. Dos Grandes. <laughs> That's one. Yeah. For sure. Thanks for coming on, brother. All right, brother. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I've got some updates and announcements. Uh, first, uh, there is a new Google form where you can leave comments and suggestions. Please just go to kuyachris.com slash comment. There's going to be spots where you can tell me what you think, what's going well with the podcast, what can be improved, all that. Every comment would be deeply appreciated. It's going to help me improve and really understand the listeners and also please go there kuyachris.com slash comment you can find it also on the podcast page uh, we also have a new voicemail so you can leave a message and I'll listen and maybe even play it on the podcast um, please just call the number leave any comments, suggestions shout out or anything funny, anything that's on your mind uh, and then maybe we'll play it on one of the sessions and then talk about it with the guest and uh, use it for some shenanigans so please call this number 650 650- 
600-3894. It's going to go to a voicemail and you can leave a message. Once again, that's 650-200-3894. I'll also list it on the podcast page on kuyakris.com. Finally, we have just added a support page. So if you go to kuyakris.com slash support, it's going to lead you to a page where I've listed affiliate links. So right now, uh, we don't have uh, any big sponsor or anything we're selling specifically. But if you go and sign up to any of these products on the affiliate page through the links provided, I will get some support. For example, there are two cards there. One is a debit card to a bank account for Aspiration. Aspiration is actually an online bank with minimal fees. Right now, basically, I pay zero. So you can use the ATM card also internationally, and um, they will cover up to five ATM withdrawals a month. So I use this actually in the Philippines. Philippines, Vietnam, and Thailand this last summer, and I paid zero fees, nada, because of the card and its features. And so if you sign up, you get $25 cash into your account. You also get $25 called Do Good Dollars that you can donate to a cause, and then I'll also get uh, benefits as well. Uh, So that's one aspiration. Second is the Chase United Explorer card. Uh, If you spend $2,000 in the first three months, you can earn 40,000 miles and exchange that for flights. So I actually use this um, to get flights back and forth uh, from... San Francisco and LA uh, because of that little bonus. So if you also want to learn more about that, you can actually Google and go on the Reddit of this thing called churning, C-H-U-R-N-I-N-G. The idea is using credit cards to pay for things that are regular or necessary in your life, uh, such as like maybe even pay for, I don't know if you could use it to pay tuition, but pay for things. Like I used the card to pay for like a flight for my uh, to the Philippines, and then that was already like 1000 and then I just used it for daily expenses, and then I hit that 2K mark, and then there are some techniques where you can cancel the card before you get the yearly fee, things like that, but you still keep the miles or use the miles for other flights. So this credit card is one of those entry-level cards where you get a good amount of miles, and it's not a high fee uh, for the first year. Actually, the first year, you don't have to pay for anything and uh, you don't pay for a a yearly fee so check that out sign up through the link um next is airbnb of course big uh conglomerate i don't know conglomerate is that the right word big company basically you know what airbnb is but if you have not signed up for airbnb yet or are planning to use it sign up through the link you get $40 for a home booking and then $15 for what they call an Airbnb experience I actually used the Airbnb experience in Vietnam and got a local 
a college guide to bring me around Ho Chi Minh to little cutty spots like a flower market, the old apartments, things like that. So basically, it's a cool uh, kind of another trip advisor kind of thing. But maybe the, there are some more like quote unquote local connects. Um, and then I used also Airbnb for the Philippines, um, Vietnam. Thailand, y'all, y'all know the the gist of it. Um, and f- uh, there's also DreamHost, which is uh, online host for websites. Right, starts a good one, five ninety five a month. But there's actually cheaper ones. This one is like unlimited hosting, shared hosting. And I've actually tried a number of hosts, uh, from Bluehost to host gator to a bunch of smaller ones and there's different configurations for them but for the most part after trying all those and throughout the years dream host has turned out to be the best so sign up through that affiliate link if you want to launch a website and it'll be worth it and i get some kickback and finally um ooh, i saw a typo on the website finally um, there's a Robinhood affiliate link. So Robinhood is a zero fee uh, stock trading app. So you can get into some stocks and investments and uh, w- and with minimal spending. For example, you can just buy one or two stocks of say GoPro and uh, it was what it's like at four bucks right now so it's basically an entry-level way of getting into stocks and that's something that you should you should get into and understand you don't have to put a lot of money and honestly you won't be making a lot of money if you have small capital because it's really the rich folks who make a lot off the stock market in the sense where they can live off their dividends where they have thousands hundreds of thousands in the stock market but because of the interest uh given out yearly or the uh, stock shareholder interest things like that the payouts they're able to actually live off their investments live off the interest but uh i i can't do that because (laughs) i don't have that much money in it but it's important to learn about these things especially for working class communities to understand finance because this is uh, i mean capitalism 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 right that's how the world works it's not the best configuration but you should know how to operate within it and what's going on. So if you use Robinhood, sign up through the link, you get a free stock, a random one, and I get one as well, I think. So please check that out. Uh, Same time, just stay connected on my Instagram at KuyaChris and the KuyaChris.com website. There's a newsletter, email, sign up as well, and you can stay updated. I'll be rolling a few things I'll be rolling a few things. I'll be rolling out a few more things these next few months. So keep locked in, stay updated, and much love for the support. Thank you for listening. Please rate the podcast five stars and share and tell your friends how to listen. Tell your friends all about it and give me your suggestions and thoughts. Thanks, y'all. Much love. Peace.